The rum is gone because I drank it all. That's essentially what I told the bartender last night. I was like, listen, dude, all the rums. Just mix them in a glass. Just, yeah, just whatever. Whatever you got that says rum on it, mm-hmm. just pour it directly into my belly. With a wedge of pineapple on the end of the glass? Why the fuck would you put a wedge of pineapple on the end of the glass? I don't know. People, some people festive? like it. Yeah. That is weird. Uh, well, I guess if it's it was... not unheard of. No, like if you had like a I mean, if it was a like a fruit tropical, tie. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't ask for all the fruits. You just wanted rum. You did just want all the straight fruits. straight glasses of rum. That's yeah, why you had so much rum, so you could get all the fruits. I didn't want the fruits in my belly. I wanted them in my mouth. It's different. Was, was Barrett there? Yeah. Was he in your mouth? No. Okay. So... So most of the fruits. Most of the fruits. What was that one guy you bartended with who made this drink and someone was like, yeah, we're going to name it after you. That was me. I made that joke. (laughs) Uh, So um, guy. I used to work with this guy named Cleo and he was like a really good looking. He's like 6'2", half black, half white guy. Right. Very fit. Flirted with all the ladies. Yeah, I saw him at a couple of my modeling auditions. Yeah. Like just making the rounds. Yeah. And yeah, and he's a a good looking dude. And, uh, And so... I made this, he made this drink for these girls that was like, I'm trying to remember, it was like Apple Pucker and uh, Bailey's. Bailey's. You lost me. All right, you lost me. It was very sweet. It was not anything uh, normal human. I thought it should be called the Irish fruit salad. Yeah. But so, so he, he made it. And uh, and the girl's like, oh, what's that called? And he goes, well, I named it after myself. And I, I just chimed in. And I was like, yeah, it's called the Big and Fruity. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He was so mad. You think? Um, so uh, hey. you drank all this rum. I drank a lot of rum last night. I just rum and coke, actually. Yeah. Um, and not even that many because I'm old. Uh, but I got hammer drunk. No, uh, I got a good functional buzz going that lasted for like six hours. Okay. And then That's I a lot of booze. then That's I drank like day. two pints. Of, it was like five rums. Then I had like a, four waters or something, and I drove home. And then I woke up this morning with. Um, what you're hearing now, which is collectively known as the hangover voice. Mm. But when you woke up this morning, you were James Earl Jones. Dude, I sounded <laughs> awesome. Those are great mornings. Those are fucking rad. Oh, like man. When you, when you get just He just started doing random voiceover lines, just standing there with this no pants on. This is CNN. Oh, yeah. I was, this is CNN. I can't do it at all. The, the no. phlegm has moved from the bottom of my vocal right. cords to the top. Right. Yeah, it's time to start doing the Barry White yeah. and oh, stuff like that. I sounded fantastic. Yeah. Hey, who are we? Oh, shit. Uh, I'm Judd. I'm Cody. I'm Jessica. We're three boring dudes, except one of us isn't a dude. <laughs> minus minus one of the dudes. That's okay. Yeah. It happens yeah. a lot. Barrett's not here because he has... Eye syphilis. Issues. Yeah, the death AIDS. What do we say? The inflammation of the AIDS? Like AIDS-itis? Ebola AIDS? I, I thought it was Maybe. it was uh, AIDS ritis. I thought it was arthritis, arthritis of the AIDS. AIDS. Arthritis. So I went with arthritis. Oh, that's better. He has arachnids. Oh, he's got spiders. He's got spiders in his joints. That's oh, and they made his eye go blind. That makes sense though, because they would just crawl up through your skeletal oh, system God. and I like watched, fuck your eye socket. I don't know why I watched this. I watched a video that was a compilation of people with spiders in their ear. Why would you why would, watch that? Oh, seconded. No. Seconded. Thank you. It was life late. killer. Like he doesn't get what? a point tonight, but like, why would you do that? No, no, no. I've I, I already filled in his box. It was, okay, so it was because there was some famous person got a spider in her ear, and then there was a, a link on the article that was like, Check spiders in ears. Yeah, and I was like, and you were like, I'm an asshole. I'll click that. It was, I don't think you're an asshole for clicking it. It was more like clickbait, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Click, and then it was exactly what it described. It was like a bunch of like doctor office video of looking into someone's ear with a microscope, and there's like. 
eight eyes peering back. That's so I was disgusting. Like, what the shit? And then at the end, there were like other things in people's ear. There was a moth in someone's ear. Turkey and like it's so weird because you see, no, no, it was not true stories of the ER. Or what is it? Untold stories of the ER. Sex <laughs> put me in the hospital. Penis stuck in a stove. I don't even know where in the stove his penis could have gotten stuck. Like oh my and god! The very last line when he's like, "Just a horny dude, man." Like he stopped. The actor stopped being in pain. Yeah, <laughs> like just the entire the line. time. Wait, he fucked the stove. He uh-huh. fucked the stove and brought it in with him to the ER. Like his girlfriend had like two beach towels with clothespins clipped on. It. That's <laughs> what I don't get, dude. You're just a horny dude, but you have a girlfriend. Why are you fucking the stove? Maybe she wasn't home from work. Yet. I was gonna say maybe she wasn't hot enough. Oh man, well she wasn't. That's just me. I know. She, actually, the she reenactment have, girl was not very good looking. She, she might not have been his girlfriend based on how disinterested the actress was. She was sort of one of those, I'm just here to text, even though your dick is stuck in a stove that you're holding she in your lap look, while we're yeah. sitting in the ER. Oh, God, I know. Who's the guy? There was a the guy in the, the the papers, right? I made air quotes on the radio, so. Um, <laughs> air quotes. That's a good band name. <laughs> air quotes on the radio. Air quotes on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last year, year before, I mean, he's probably been around longer than that, but I heard about it last year. Who... Uh, fucks cars, but oh. has decided to settle down because he's in love with a Volkswagen. I've heard of this guy. I've I heard the interview. Yeah, it's disturbing. I mean, well, I, of course he's disturbed. I, have, I apparently do not understand what autoerotica is because this is not what I thought it was. So, well, if you if you go uh, in, if you fuck the car in the garage while it's running, you get autoerotic asphyxiation. That's very true. Well played. Well played. Wow, that's yeah. how okay. uh, Kung Fu: The Legend Continues ended. That's very true. David Carradine killed himself with autoerotic asphyxiation. Fucking yeah. a car while hanging himself. Fuck, Hang. Fucking a car in yeah. a garage while the car's running. Hanging himself in a hotel room in Bangkok. There are not many better places to do it. True. I don't know. I th- It was pretty fucking suspicious. I'm, I'm not disavowing the, the fact that it happened. Like, no, no. Of course it's suspicious. No. Man, these dogs... Cody's dog is having an orgasm. <laughs> he's very excitable, and he hasn't seen Lucy in quite some time, so uh, there may be some moaning, uh, but not as much panting. But, uh, of, but Monty's uh, definitely the big spoon. <laughs> so, definitely. He's the forker. So Upshot from my really bad drinking uh, feeling this morning, because, I, again, I, I felt fine last night, but this morning I woke up just feeling like ass. And in addition to the voice, my stomach is doing the, like, shooting needles of pain at me thing, which I'm going to say is because I did not get Mexican food at 2 in the morning. And my nose and the toilet are still grateful. They probably are, That's but my stomach true. is not. Yeah. 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 I did get Mexican food for lunch. It did not, not help. Same. You have to have it, like, within a certain period yeah. of time. Yeah, you, yeah. Need, you need the, the grease the factor. Yeah. Yeah. Really no. I should have just come home and made, like, a whole thing of bacon. Yeah. That would awesome. Fuck yeah. Do you say jizz? Cheese. Oh, wow. With Why jizz? would you jizz on... I mean... Hey, look. I got something in my ear. Kyle okay? loves bacon. I, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I started to ask the question, and I was like, no, you know, I do love bacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I saw you stop yourself right yeah. there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat it afterwards. Yeah, I, I hope not. You go down first. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Or, order of operations. S- scrape it off with a knife, oh. at least. Well, it's like what they say. It, Absorb it, it with some toast. It, it, yeah. uh, it Burning Man, you know, uh, don't eat pussy on Friday. Because it's been a long week of no shower. Oh, <laughs> wow. Just right. saying, rule of thumb. A little, little gritty? All right. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I what said, was the sorry. Line for- 
the line from The Wild that made me laugh so much. We, we watched the movie The Wild yesterday. Wild. Which one was The Wild? Or, sorry, just Wild. Reese Witherspoon? Mm. She's a girl who has a life crisis, and so she goes on a long hike. Oh, is this one of your... Uh, one yeah, of one of the screeners. Yeah, yeah. Screener yeah. flicks. Um, good movie, but there's this awesome line where she's in a store trying on lipstick, and this lady walks up and is the most polite lady in the universe. Uh, at, this is after Reese Witherspoon has hiked for 90 days. 600 miles. 600 miles. Not showering very often. And the lady walks up and she says, Honey, uh, I, I don't mean to be rude, but the prettiest lipstick in the world can't help if you're not taking care of your personal hygiene. And then she's, Reese says, I, I plan to attend to that pretty soon. And the sales lady goes, I'd make it a priority. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Die. I was dying during that I was scene. wondering was what so line funny. caused you guys all to crack up last night because I was getting ready. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. And the woman delivers it. She is the sweetest, nicest person on earth for being able to say your vagina smells and I can smell it from here. Like, phrasing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Phrasing. Exactly. The updo helped. I think sometimes your hairstyle helps you deliver lines like that. Huh. It's just a theory. Yeah, I'm unlike uh, Justin Bieber. I base talent on more than a haircut. That's weird. Yeah. No what? Well, no blender. Just oh, making yeah. notes. Yeah, yeah right. we're taking a hiatus because Rocky, so Rocky Mountain's stomach is Yeah, so I, I'm pissing out and declaring that I could not possibly bear to possibly drink the blender and probably not smell it right now. And so uh, everybody is quite kindly, I think, acquiesced. I had a shitty ingredient anyway. Yeah, yeah mine was boring. Mine yeah. was going to be leftover pasta. Yeah, that's boring. Well, I brought ginger ale, so it probably would have helped. Oh, that's probably would have. I love ginger ale. <laughs> He's going to just drink some. Oh, there you go. You can have the rest. Oh, wow. You know? Oh, Jesus. You know. I, uh, I was going to throw in some weird kind of snack cracker I bought that I thought would be tasty and turned out to sort of taste the same as I imagine the box tastes. Mm. Mm. But they That's what she said? They do have barbecue powder all over them, so I thought there'd be like some texture and some gross. Oh, yeah, no, because barbecue noodle ginger ale would not be... Uh, I'm, I made a... <laughs> is, uh, is, is Weekly Special uh, tonight at Hofong Wans? Barbecue what? noodle with ginger ale. Remember Jeez. last Why week? Why am I doing this racist voice? Remember last week? I don't know. You get a racist thing. What's the What's the new racist thing? The uh, Ferguson, Missouri. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if we have dis- if we decided. You said what was the, uh, the Officer Darren Wilson com- commemorative award? Was yeah, something like that. that. That's that's Very not bad. Oh, the Officer Darren Wilson Medal of Valor. There you go. There you go. There, there you go. Is. So you so, get a point for that. Just, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Medal of Valor. Just write ODW down there. Officer, dear, <laughs> ODB, the yeah. old dirty bastard. Metal wow, it's definitely not. I don't. I mean, old dirty bastard may be racist, but I don't know about it. No, he's just he's an old dead, dirty. Isn't he? He's dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just an old dirty bastard, and he ain't. Well, he's yeah, dead. but his ghost just comes back and haunts white people, right? Ghostface killer. Oh, there you yeah. Go. So. Mm-hmm. See, I never understood Ghostface killer. Did he kill people with ghostly faces? Maybe he put on a, a, you know, ghost mask or something like that. You know, what like is your scream. ghost face? Huh? What, what is a ghost face? It's like white face. It's like a KKK hood? No. No, that's just goofy. I mean, come on. That's just... Be honest. Goofy's that's just not a, in the KKK. It's just an you asshole in a comical hat. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, of course, his ears and his face might give it away. His big shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Goofy fuckers. Whoa, that's something else entirely. Goofy <laughs> Wow. Ooh, ooh, backstage that at my play. Wait, the- wait, whoa. <laughs> whoa. What the hell Let is going on? Let me finish my sentence. I thought you finished. Backstage at my play, I said. made a joke about plushies and furries. 
And I, I, I postulated whether one of our fellow cast members was in fact a plushy or a furry. And when I was met by a gaze of confusion from one of our more, shall we say, innocent cast members, All I got to tell him what those terms mean. He Isn't didn't it know. fun to get a burst those bubbles every now it's and then? so nice. Did you follow up with Angel Babies? No. No. Please, no. That Once you get someone who doesn't know something okay. simple. Can we, can we declare that you have hit your limit on Angel Baby references? Definitely not. No, I think there's a couple more still in the tube. First, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. In his rectal cavity? Oh, I hope oh no, no. They don't, you don't keep them in the tube. Well, you never know. you got to take them out. What about like those pneumatic tubes like they used to have at the drive-up bank, bank teller? Yeah. <laughs> right. I guess if it's a vacuum-sealed That's what I mean. container, then sure, yeah. Right, yeah. but once you oh, pop that would, it. That would suck. You're working in an office. You're looking for your TPS report. Fucking angel <laughs> baby tube shows up. <laughs> God damn it, Jim. Let's Stop sending no, no. the fucking angel it baby. Would, happy birthday. It wouldn't be Jim. It would be Janice. Is that, is that an office reference? It's, no, just the woman. The person with the angel babies is not a guy. It's a fat woman. Uh, it could oh, be a guy. And Janice is a fat girl's name. That's what we've decided. I'm just riffing on the fact that you picked a J name. Fair okay. Enough. All right. Riff away. Yeah. Sorry, Janice. You're a fat. Put down the cream puffs. Should we move on to stuff? I guess. <laughs> yeah, we're just kind of... Well, we took we took about the amount of time the blender roulette normally takes. <laughs> Hooray! This was sort of a blender of ideas. It yeah. really was. It was yeah. mishmash. Well, it's been a while. It has. Yeah. Got we in December. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, been a while. Stuff we were supposed to do. Oh, I have no idea. What so the fuck? I, I didn't do it. I don't. Uh, yeah. Words. I, I feel like there's probably Christmas shopping is something I'm supposed to do, and nah. I haven't, I have not started. I did Christmas shopping, and you got your first gift today. I, I did. Well done. Your first three. Three gifts. Yes. Judd signed me up for the Cards Against Humanity 10, 10 Days of Kwanzaa Ooh, gift delivery. Nice. I now have a card against humanity with my own personal name on it that as an answer. Two, actually. As a white card. Uh, one as a question. Side note. Answer. Side note. Did you... How was this during um, Black Black uh, Friday? Right. Did you did you hear about the Cards Against Humanity deal? No. Or anything but Cards Against Humanity? No. Well, like, they were sending you bullshit, right? Like, yeah. that's what you bought... My brother told me about this. He read the fine print uh-huh. because he knows these are some witty bastards. And it says in the fine print, we are actually sending you a big carton of bullshit. <laughs> so people who bought it just thinking it was going to be some funny cards and Cards Against Humanity got a box of crap. Wow. <laughs> and I haven't searched Vacuum for it. Vacuum sealed? Uh, I, don't, I don't know, but probably. To At least ziplocked. Yeah. At least yeah. ziplocked for sure. Because so. doesn't that like require some sort of hazmat labeling? Uh, yeah, you're not allowed to mail potential bacterial biological agents. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe I they got somebody. Care, to, maybe they got somebody to like sign off on it, you know, beforehand. Like, this is clean poop. Fine. Yeah, think about it. This is grass-fed beef. <laughs> not too long. Clean poop. Is it organic? Organic, grass-fed, natural, homeopathic, vegan, clean poop. That's How one. Nice. That's one of the things you can be like. Listen, this is uh, this is gluten-free. Uh, is it? Don't don't bulls eat wheat? Uh, I don't know if they yeah, but it could just be grass. Okay, if it's just grass, grass yeah. made, sure, yeah, and it's gluten free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got you. And uh, it's it's low carb. Probably. I don't know. I feel like all the fat and protein would have been worked out. Would it just be pure carb? Uh, I can't believe we're discussing this. Can we move no, on? No, no. I'm trying to think of the molecular matrix. I know we're we're talking about pieces. stuff. All right. This is true. So, yeah. Um, Hey, in, in, in other podcast <clears throat> news, since we haven't recorded one in, like, 
a month and a half, I found a new favorite podcast to listen to. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn you. No, it's, it's really quite funny. Okay. It's called Staying Positive with Howard and Liz. Okay. Um, it's they, about AIDS. They bill themselves as the self-help podcast without the help. And it's really, they start every episode with a disclaimer that if you're looking for an actual staying positive podcast, uh, Influence in your life. This please, please fun. stop listening immediately. Fair enough. Okay. This is no. This is this is um one of the projects of um the woman we refer to as Mom of Monkey Pants. Okay. Yes. Who is the person at the dog park who has the dog called Monkey Pants? I vaguely remember Monkey. That is, which, that is the dog's name. Which Monkey is Pants. the best name of a dog ever. Um and and she is a comedy writer type person and it's quite funny. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Shameless think- plug for somebody else's podcast. Awesome. Well, no, you're committing poddultery. I'm trying to become, I'm trying to get it as a, a guest appearance on her podcast. Oh, oh I see how. It I'm is. networking. Got gotcha. Hey Judd, do you want to do this podcast just like two boring dudes? Man, maybe? I heard about this podcast called Star Wars. Yeah, I'd like to be on that. That would be rad. I would totally want to be on that. Although, Star Wars oh, is awesome. We're gonna segue into that. I have a Star Wars thing for fucking awesome. Okay, all right. Well, We're should we just yet. skip to that? Nope. Come on. Nope. Oh, listener, you, you are gotta, teased. Uh, yeah, Cradle the balls. You yeah. are teased more than Judd was teased by my Santa pasties. Actually, since it's just your mom since listening. Since I never saw them, yeah. I know. They think they're in my car. I think they fell out of my bag. If you missed that, Jessica owns Christmas pasties. I was gifted them last night at a holiday party. That's a hell of a gift. Yeah. 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 Did you know the person, or was it like a white elephant thing? No, no. They, uh, Strangely, her father-in-law. My, my friend... That's your father. Silence. Crickets. Crickets. Killer. Uh, I, no, I, I cannot uh, no, agree. No, you just can't okay. No, I was okay with that. No, the part, the, part, <laughs> the part of the gift that I enjoyed the most was just envisioning my friend Tanya buying ten pairs of them because what each of us got one. Well, you know, you just order busy. Just, yeah, right, just, exactly. Just bulkpasties.com or right. something or, like or that. Order nine pasties, get the tenth, tenth one, one for free. free. The eleventh yeah. one, though. Well, I was well. Just, would that just be nine individual pasties? I, and I, you I, catch I was working that out as I was saying it. <laughs> yeah. like, so how many people got it and how many nipples? Yeah, I don't or know. somebody has three. You buy them in pairs, probably. People with third nipples are just kind of ass. SOL. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Well, you gotta buy three pairs at a time. You have, mm. to, you have to buy two pairs. Then you have one left over. Right. No, three pairs at a time. You have two sets. What are we talking about? How, how, three uh, pairs at a time. You what have are you six. Doing but if somebody here? has yeah, three, if you have three, three nipples, nipples, then you have two sets. What are you right. three pasties? And you have one left over. What are you doing yeah, to your nipples no, that they no. wear out? So you need yeah. a replacement set. A set of two, and you have two sets. Then you have one left over. So you have three. No, no. You, got, you bought three sets. So you have two sets of three. So you have three. six pasties. Oh, you're going with you're going with a, a set of three. So you're going with a set of two. No, a set of two. You bought three sets of two. Gives you six, which equals two sets of three. Hey, you didn't want to hear us talk about shit. Okay, now we're talking about math. So back off. This is I like somebody else's podcast better than ours. Who said no? Better than ours. You did too. You're like, oh my god. I love that though. Yeah, we're not allowed to talk about shit or math. Right. I <laughs> what is left? Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. Not until later. God damn it. Suck it, listener. All right. Uh, <laughs> games? Video games. Let's talk I, about I video games. Uh, Are you still playing Destiny? Yeah. Kind of maxed out? Or? The, the, the turd is losing its stink. Turd, is that, turd, that's turd maybe not the right metaphor? That Plus, means that I'm you not really allowed like to talk crap. about poop. Damn it. So, strike. Uh, it's fun. Destiny is a fun game. Yeah. The mechanics are fun. It's, um, there's not enough game. There's just not. Wash, rinse, repeat. Mm. I mean, I played I yeah. played the demo of it 
uh, this past week. Which, which means you played about one quarter of the game. That's kind of what it felt like from what you had said and from what I've seen. I mean, I kept going back to old Russia, and that's it. And well, and there's some real poor design shit where, like, you go through one level, and the level ends, and they're like, don't, they show you a bad guy who's chasing you as you right. fly away, and they're like, don't worry, you'll come back when you're ready. And then the very next level, you come back and kill that guy. Right. And it's like, um, um, so the act of getting ready was, I had to fly away for a second to, what, catch my breath? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Have a quick, it's All out of the game makes no sense. And from a design standpoint, it's really poor design to go through one level and then have the next level be that same level backwards. If you're going to do that, do that last. Go through, like, five levels and then go back through one of them backwards. Sure. And then it's like revisiting an old friend instead of going, oh, your game doesn't have a lot of content. Right. Which is immediately the sensor. This is uh, Bungie, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They like they know how to do this. They do. They do. What are their other well. games? Like Halo. Halo? Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. And like, right. man, Halo is so much better from just fundamental design standpoints than Destiny on many levels. Is this still a beta that you're playing? It feels that way. No, it was. A, is that's it? Th- no, this is the real game. This is right? the real game. So you paid money what, for this. November, right? Uh, or, September. Was it September? It's been, out, it's been out for three months. How much money? Uh, 70, but I get the expansions also. Uh, well, for as much as you've played it, we've definitely got our money's worth. Oh, I'm yeah. Just it's, sorry that it's not worth the money. No, I mean, it, 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 uh, it's a fun game, but they but. they made some mistakes in their design that are very fucking basic, like, right. game design 101 yeah. JV team mistakes. Right. And yeah. it's shocking that a company this experienced, with this many talented, smart people working at it, would just fucking blow it in this way. Right. What's it know? like to meet deadlines? Bring in like a farm team or something? That sort of thing? Like they, they just kind of cut corners in order to get it out faster? It's, it's kind of like they took the content that was in the game and then they just kind of cut off chunks of it to release as DLC. One of which that releases sucks. tomorrow. But so tomorrow DLC. I'll be playing the game again. Downloadable content. Now do you get that? The, the DLC yeah, free the, because you I got the, like the fancy version? I get the first two because I bought the fancy version. Okay, gotcha. Um, but they're they're sort of like reaming you for more money. Like if you want this extra stuff, pay some more. And they're supporting the game a little. They made like some changes and patches content. and things. Right. Yeah, but it's the game wasn't big enough to begin with, so the addition of stuff doesn't make it feel like it's getting ever bigger. Gotcha. It feels like oh, we're maybe getting back to a place where it should be. Right. And then they just fucking lied in development, saying there's this big expansive world where you could go anywhere. And those games exist. Right. Sure. So it's not technology it's unheard of, but this game ain't it. Me intermittently walking in and out of the kitchen and glancing at the TV, I can tell you that's not true. You're always either in old Russia or on the moon. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, I'm in a fucking sci-fi future, and where am I going to go? Old Russia? Fuck you. In Soviet Russia. Yeah, I'm going to fucking... fucks you. That's (laughs) Well played. I give you you a hysterical point for that. That was good. Well done. (laughs) Anyway, so the DLC comes out tomorrow, so I'm excited for that. And it it is still fun. Like, the PvP is fun, but they've only had really one, two game modes. Kill everyone, Mm -hmm. and then... Uh, control point. Your mode. dog sprung a leak. He might need to go out. Oh, I can. That's I can take all. care of that. Okay. All right. Um, and they need more game modes, like fucking capture the flag, or king of the hill, or oddball. So, so what? So tell me, since I haven't played it much aside from the demo, yeah. you've got the main campaign. You got PvP where you can just kill each other. Well, right. What let's other? Let's talk about issues with the main campaign. What other modes then? There's the main campaign, and then there is a, a series of side missions, which are another plot line. Right. But they don't unlock 
they unlock in parallel, kind of. So you do one campaign mission, and then you do a side mission that's totally unfucking related, mm-hmm. and then you do another campaign mission, and then another side mission. And my experience playing through the first time was like, what the fuck is going on? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the plot has no through line. So there's right. no and if, continuity. Of, yeah, and like, if they had just gated it to be a like... A mission that you're on, an overarching story. Right, the, the plot doesn't carry mission to mission because mm-hmm. it just you're doing separate things that aren't related at all. Yeah. And if they just taken the main plot line and been like, you have to do this main plot line all the way through before anything else unlocks. Mm-hmm. Here's everything. Do this. And you have a coherent story and you play through and you go to three different worlds. Right. And even if it's only two fucking missions per world, it'd be like two or three per world. Um, when you beat that, then unlock all the side missions. Yeah. Then the experience of playing the exact same content that's in the game right now... Would be, would be totally different. You'd be like, man, I just beat the game. Right. That was fun, but kind of fast. And then, holy fuck, there is twice as much game. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh my god. That's a reward. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, amazing. Yeah. It's huge. And the plot would make sense. Mm-hmm. And, and it what would is all, with the, you know, like, isn't there like some sort of famous, like, 15 minute dance break where there's like a video playing that you can't fast forward or something? Oh god. Yeah. Well, there's <laughs> a cut sounds scene. terrible. There's a cutscene when you get to the second planet, or the third planet, which is Venus. I guess they count the moon as a planet. Um, when you get to Venus... Counting outward from the sun. Yeah, you do one mission on Venus, and then you have to go activate a cutscene, which is 15 minutes long and unskippable. Why? Is it good? This is, no, ga- this is poor developers game jizzing all over your screen. Yeah, poor fucking Look game what design. I can do. Why would you She make- was jacking off uh, I was, I as was, a man. Yeah. yeah. Fapping. Why Her. would you make anything that long that's unskippable? It That's what she said. Sense. No, I, no, she didn't. No, <laughs> yes, she definitely she did. It, yes, she if did. If she said it, she, she would not want it to be skippable. She had like, shit yeah. to do and just wanted to get back to her life. <laughs> oh, she's talking about the duration of the event oh, rather than yeah. the length of the penis. There correct. You go. Yes, gotcha. correct. Right. right, cock length. So. Yeah, um, no, no. Anyway, I'm talking way too much about a game I'm hardly playing right now. So I, what else I, anything else? I will play it again tomorrow when the DLC comes stuff. out. Sure, yeah. Uh, I've been playing Hearthstone like crazy. Mm-hmm. Is that the and clipping game? That's the card game. Yeah, the the toilet game. Yeah, when you're on what? the when no, you're no, on no. the shitter. No, no, that's oh, on the no? computer. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. Clash no, of Clans is the pooping game. Right, 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 right. Hearthstone is the card game based on World of Warcraft. Yes. And that expansion came out today, and it is great. The expansion for Hearthstone. How did you know? Were you playing at work? Yes, I was. <laughs> here's, here's how my job works. If you've never been an editor, you Which work I'm really hard. At least one person in our audience has not. Probably. Yeah. You work really hard editing a thing, and then you tell your producer, "Okay, I'm done. Mm-hmm. It's time for your notes." And then you kick the fuck back while your producer watches the thing and writes their criticisms of it. Or and does other stuff and it. then eventually gets around to watching it. <laughs> More likely. Yeah, yeah. And so the result is that there's a lot of downtime. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a hurry up and wait kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And then, as, and then, as, as our industry is, is, the, is known the, to be. Yeah, the, yeah. The motto for the whole entertainment. Exactly. Business. My day tomorrow is exactly that because I have to bust my ass to get my shit done by noon so that my producer can watch it so that he can then leave to go to the sound mix by three. Hmm. And I don't know why it's going to take him two and a half hours to watch my five-minute segment, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I, I play at work, and it's super fun. A to snort in between there. to snort. Uh, His notes are just like a cat walked across the keyboard. Fuck, that'd be so funny. Awesome. I, 90% the notes are no notes. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so uh, it's fun. They added 150 cards, 120 cards to oh, the really? game. 
significant expansion of the number of cards available. That's cool. Uh, they're almost uniformly more powerful than than similar cards that pre-existed in the game, mm-hmm. which, but not brokenly so. Mm-hmm. Like there aren't cards where you're just like, all right, this card is just flat wins the game. Mm-hmm. But there's cards that are powerful enough that you have to account for them now. Okay. Didn't yeah. you and Barrett discuss last episode when Cody wasn't here some thing about how World of Warcraft has ceased to be interesting and yet this card game based on it Barrett is did. more interesting? Yeah. Because I listened to the podcast. I forgot to bring my Mentos. Ah! I know. He asked me. He, he mentioned something before we started. Yeah. 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 But yeah, he was talking about how it's just like they eliminated half the skills or whatever in Warcraft. And well, they do that every time. Well, I know, but there weren't that many skills last time I was playing it to eliminate. Well, so, once again, they kind of failed in skill design. Well, early on in Warcraft, you had ranks of skills. Right. So when they added a new expansion, they could just add a new rank of a skill. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be like, oh, look, you got the new thing. But they didn't make the skills rank up linearly mm-hmm. very well. Mm-hmm. So people realized that like rank two of the spell was way more efficient than rank three. Mm-hmm. And they only ever used rank two. Mm-hmm. And then the boss fights were much easier because people had mana for the whole fucking fight. Sure, right. And didn't have to do the like fancy mechanics. So there's a boss where like if he doesn't take damage for X amount of time... Then he regenerates his health. So mm-hmm. you just have somebody spamming rank one mm-hmm. for the whole fucking day. Like, boom. Right. I'm doing no damage, but I'm doing one point every second. Not so using up never, any mana. Yeah, and... Never regenerates health, and I can do this all day. Boom, boom. How long boom. you got, boss? Ah, man. I'm never running out. This is the equivalent of killing boars in the forest. In oh, the yeah. South Park episode. Yeah, that, that's a thing from World of Warcraft. Yes, no, I know. But yeah. I'm saying this is the equivalent. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> So you play Hearthstone and the other... Anything else? Uh, Clash of Clans a little, but there's nothing different about On that. Uh-huh. Whatever, yeah, when, when I have to poop. Um, what other video games I playing? I've been playing Avernum 2 a lot. Oh, yeah. That's that cool game from the 80s that I bought... Like seven, I bought eleven games for seven dollars on goldgames.com. Right, 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 right. And they are fucking so good. And so, like anyone's computer can run this. If you got a fucking Tandy, you can Tira City. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll run on your calculator these days, I'm sure. Um, but a Vernum One and a Vernum Two are fantastic. They're like forty plus hour role playing games. You have a group of four people. You're finding magic items and get them more powerful and killing some monsters. And the plot makes sense. And it's super fun and very simple, like fucking VGA graphics and shit. Cool. But really, really awesome games. Uh, and you can get them on goodoldgames.com, G-O-G.com, for uh, very cheap. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I got six Avernum games and then five Geneforge games, which are the same company. It's just another series. No, I don't have. For $7, so I got all 11 games. That's a good deal. Geneforge. I'm picturing someone like in a pickaxe with a pickaxe and a mine, like looking for like really valuable vintage denim. It's more like you're creating monsters from DNA and then oh. making them fight. Oh, but they have to G wear with a G, but they, they, have, they have, to, have to wear yeah. pants also. They have to denim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. naked <laughs> monsters are. <laughs> it's like it's like an old guy from the seventies with a mustache, and he's got an anvil for a head. Mm-hmm. It's impressive. His name is Gene. Gene. Yeah. I don't like that at <laughs> he all. He drives a van. No. That's going to be a big old... Dri- no, really? Drives a yeah, van. She's laughing. That was terrible. I'm driving uh, in my drives a van. <laughs> yeah. I'm Cody, you play anything? Uh, what have I played? Uh, I'm still playing my poop games, uh, the Baseball Empire, which is just push, 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 push. Um, but It's I did, just like pooping. It's very similar. <laughs> do you do it in uh, time? 
Are you like, I'm pushing on my hand. No, 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 because it's just tap, tap, tap. If I had like a lot of Mexican food and liquor, you know, the night before, then yeah, it's totally in time. What Jack tried to do last night. So damn fast. Missed part B of this equation. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, I've talked about the Star Wars, the Force Collection card Yes. Phone game in the so. past. Oh yes. And I'll tell you what, uh, it's it's grown on me. Is even though it's another just poop game, is push push. I don't I don't want to take the time to pick my cards and you know uh, figure out what their bonuses are, what their pros and cons are. So I just do the auto formation and then just go win or go lose or go whatever. Okay. You can play against other other players. Um, which is harder because they spent way more time setting up their their decks, as it were. I find it hard to believe that someone who's a fan of Star Wars would spend any time doing something as nerdy as building a card game deck. Uh, really? No. Yeah, I don't think so. Not at all. Uh, so that's that's been kind of fun. Uh, what was the other thing I started playing? Oh, I got um, I picked up Assassin's Creed Four mm. off of uh, uh, Black Flag Glay Glide. Yeah, yeah, Black Flag, the pirate one. It's supposed and, to be good. Uh, did you play it at all or not? Three was terrible. I skipped three. I've not, I've not got four yet. It's three not, the one that it's was not cheap enough to where I carry it. Uh, no, three was the Native American one. Oh, yeah. the, the like, revolution. We hired Native every American Native American. Ameri- yeah, we hired every actor who speaks this Native American language, and they all suck. That's the game. No, right. good times. Oh god. Yeah, your your reviews of that made me not want to play it ever. And I hope you didn't. I haven't, so I skipped to the pirate one because you know pirate one's supposed to be good. It is gorgeous. I mean, it is. so... So nice. Are you the big spoon? Uh, what this king? <laughs> it's it's all I've done for the last two it. weeks or so. It's been great. Yeah. You know, the new one has a, the most amazing bugs. I haven't followed what's going on with Unity because oh, I'm just I, I'm a year behind because I paid. The, dude, with shipping. Yeah. I paid ten bucks. Oh, for, nice. for Assassin's Creed That's Four, great. which is not bad. That's Glide G L Y D E. If you ever want to shop for other used games, yeah. but a derivative of Astro Glide. I'm um, not sure about that. No, I don't, I don't think, think so. they so used sex products, but they might. Oh, that would be that's, unfortunate. That's an untapped market. Yeah. <laughs> no, I doubt it is. Yeah. Oh, I, there I, are I bet corners you could of sell it. If it was like Matthew McConaughey's used prophylactics, somebody somewhere is spending a lot of money for that. I saw once one somebody was doing a a comic investigative journalism piece on those like storage locker shows. Yeah. Oh. And they went along with somebody and they didn't really have to try to make it comedic because it was basically like these people are very very sad mm. and the people that are really really into buying these lockers like 97% of the time nothing happens mm-hmm. um, but they eventually they went to a celebrity storage locker um, auction and I believe that they encountered uh, Tila Tequila's used dildos oh awesome those yeah. would see those would sell yeah <laughs> those would sell well, half yeah. of them are broken I'm sure they are but both halves would sell you could sell them as one oh, or no. individual you can't bits. find the other half oh she just had a baby I'm pretty sure all the other halves came out does oh. the baby have a horn by any chance so <laughs> Is it? Does it look like a rabbit on the top of his head? <laughs> One is green and has little beads in it. <laughs> oh man! Those Duracells really last. It's crazy. <laughs> so awesome. <clears throat> yeah. So Assassin's <laughs> Creed's fun. Same same gameplay, you know, as the others. Yeah, yeah. Jumping and stabbing things. But you got a pirate ship. But you get a pirate ship, and oh my god! And the sea shanties. I am a fan of shanties. I love me a good shanty. I believe it. And <laughs> once you finally get it, the first like 
I don't know, it's a good chunk of time before you actually get your damn ship. Yeah. And all that's like tutorial and just gearing up to set the story up sort of thing. Practicing saying, I spent, These games, this is the big problem with the games. You're like on the seventh game in the series. Right, I know how to play. There doesn't need to be a tutorial. No. There should not be. They should for just drop you the fuck in. For a new element, like for the, the pirate ship fighting aspects that are different. Just like, have some guy yelling at you what to do. Fine, you know what? Do, do a training exercise for like... Five minutes, and that's yeah. it. Just you can kind of play around with it without getting Here, attacked. Hit, hit this axe with a cannonball. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> no, no big whoop. But yeah. oh man, it's 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 so much fun, and the map is gigantic. So you're just cruising around and sea shanties singing. Everything I've heard about the game is that once you get a ship, you go out and do all the piratey stuff you can. And then you're like, fuck, I have to do a story mission, but I'm like, yeah. more piratey shit. It's, a, it's totally true, because I'm at a point where I have maxed out my ship until I can find, like, the hidden plans to upgrade the cannons to elite, the hull armor to elite. Gotcha. There's a, there's a diving bell feature, so you can dive wrecks. Awesome. Oh, wow. But I have not gotten the story far enough along to get that, so I can't do any of those. Oh. So, yeah, it's, it's very much like, oh, man, I, don't, I just want to go sail the seas and shoot British and Spanish ships and, you know, run over people and listen to sea shanties and drink rum on my ass. Great. Yeah. You know. there, there's one aspect to it that's, I've, I don't know, I don't know where I am in my life that this is really an issue for me, but you can hunt all kinds of animals. Yeah. You can hunt monkeys, rabbits, okay. uh, humpback okay, well. whales, great white sharks. You know, you can harp, you can go harpooning, oh, nice. which is pretty rad. Like just the, the event, you know, you, you stand up in the bow of the boat and you've got a harpoon you hold the, the trigger down to like build up force and you got to, you know, hit the animal repeatedly. And, uh, when you, when you're killing things on land, then you eventually have to skin them. So you can use the pelts and bones to make weapons and yeah. pouches and so forth. They had and, that in the last one and the skinning was always the same gross noise. Yeah. <laughs> The wet yeah. crunch, like from Grand Theft Auto. But it was like the same. He could skin a fucking jackrabbit, right. and it was the exact same as a mountain lion, the exact same yeah. as a grizzly bear. Yeah. You know, the exact same as a white dude. They Pretty all much. skinned the same. Yeah. Did you see that fucktard on cable TV that wanted to be eaten alive by an anaconda? I heard, heard about, about it, and then I heard it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, because we put on some kind of special suit, and I guess they found a snake, and the guy realized that if they let the constrictor type snake actually eat him um it would probably have knocked his arm off um and then uh it was also revealed that if the snake had in fact swallowed him in this suit that 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 they snake would probably die right well they would have had to cut him out of the snake yeah or because he... there's no way that this is passing through a snake bunghole and mm. so they eventually opted not to do it and i'm like fuck you motherfucker for making me agree with PETA on mm-hmm. something. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I fucking hate that organization. Yeah. They're the worst kind of animal rights people. Uh-huh. But they were all up in this person's grill. And I was just like... Well, what's fuck. so dumb is they made a whole TV special called Eden Alive and yeah. no one was eaten alive. Lame. There's that too. Yeah. Why yeah. did he think he'd lose an arm? Uh, because of... Getting the, through the how, Yeah, to, to get through the snake's... Jaws, I guess. It was, it was only so much that the jaw can unhinge. Oh. And then it would just force his arms into broken positions. Into sort of some kind so of... like Martin Riggs in so uh, Lethal Weapons. So his suit was not exactly snake-proof then? Well, no. He couldn't have been digested. No, no. The suit was snake-proof, but the body was not. But he knows that go. they crunch you first. And apparently what? when the snake started to do that, like, that was the other thing. It was like, 
they're taunting this motherfucking snake. Like the snake started to try to constrict him and they basically stopped it. So now you've got a really pissed off snake because the snake is doing what the snake is designed to do and it didn't get a meal. Yeah. And you get just like a gigantic ass. There was a flick out. Pissed off snake. Do snakes get blue balls? Uh, Blue tongue? Blue, uh. They don't have gills. Shit, no. Nexicals? You're you're grabbing your neck like What do you get with tonsils? Blue sorry, that took way too long. No, that's okay. That was, that was fun to watch. Yeah. I'm sorry, listener, you could not see that. I was massaging where my tonsils would be if I still had so many dirty You don't have tonsils here. anymore? No, I have my tonsils. I don't have my wisdom teeth. Wisdom teeth. Yeah. yeah. So your tonsils are there? Yeah. You want to find out? Whoa! <laughs> I'm pretty sure I already And know. that concludes this episode of Three Boring Dudes. I gotta go home because chicken wow. <laughs> One of the sexiest animals on the farm. What? Brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> I mean, uh, look. I, I, That's funny. I'm just shading in the, the, the way, dealer for you. So the you way get that the girl it. who told you that joke delivered it was funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else? All right. So that was video games. Jess, do you play any games? No. Next. Yeah. Uh, TV and film. <laughs> wow, do I have a lot of movies? Wow, to talk we about. finally wow. have movies. Even our boring ass married with with okay, I, life. because I got all the screeners. All the screeners. I don't. I have one movie to talk about and a couple of shows. So Do your you, thing. You, you want first. me to go first? Yeah. Because you'll just tear this apart. I want you to go first because I, I want you, you don't to like enjoy seconds. it. Because he's yeah. a gentleman. I'm gonna take my time. Yeah. I'm not gonna take any time. It's gonna be fast no. I know. I've heard that about hard. Huh. Well, right in your face. Moderately hard. So, uh, so we saw the Hunger Games: Mockingjay Part One. Yeah. Who's to get out of the house and it's playing at our local theater, which we like to go oh, to. Oh, the one you can walk to? Yeah, the yeah. Vista, which is yeah. real I, nice. I such. read a review of the film that said, now you know what it's like to be in District 9 or whatever it is <laughs> and feel oppressed by the man who is forcing you to do things you don't want to do, like sit through a movie where nothing fucking happens. I was telling Jessica, yeah. this is... Uh, this, this is what yeah of splitting movies in half. When they started splitting the last movie into two movies, like with Harry Potter and Twilight, not that I watched any of those. Uh, I watched Harry Potter. Potter. I watched Harry Potter. No, I mean Twilight. Because, yeah. you know, I'm. But then there's man. a couple other things that have done it since. Then. Yeah, exactly. Just the general concept. This is one of the worst failings I've seen because you get all the buildup. And none, none of the, of the fun. Payoff. Yeah. None of the payoff whatsoever. Yeah. Um, it's not a complete movie. No, no, not even remotely. It's the first two acts. If they, I'll tell no. you what, if they showed part two, uh, let's say Christmas Day, right? Because part one, I think, just came out around Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah. week before, whatever. Yeah. So you're showing the two within a very short span of time, so you get the whole story. I'd kind of be okay with that, sort of. It'd be like a serial release right. kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I, and I think they did Like, the, wait till next week's big, right. big dramatic You still need some kind of arc to, to the, the problem, story you're telling. The story. problem is in this uh, flick where a lot of... There's a lot of bombing of the people, like spoilers and everything, but they're bombing... You know, District 13, which is the the one that had all the nuclear weapons, that they're the rebels, right? Yeah. They're underground and blah, blah, blah. Well, the Capitol is bombing them, but you never see any of the bombing. Okay? You don't get any cool future ships dropping weird, 
you know, Neutron bombs everywhere. Crap. You yeah. just see the reactions of Julianne Moore and company down in the, the shelter, like, oh, that was close. Oh, err. dust everywhere. Philip Seymour Hoffman saying, I wish I had some heroin or something like that. You know? <laughs> wow. Too soon? Sorry. Wow. No. Like, no. No love lost. If Sorry. you go out that way. It sucks. It sucks. I'm a dick. Fine. Yeah. Suck my dick. Huh. Anyhow. Get it? Hey. Suck my dick. Uh, there's a lot of stuff like that. The, they blew up, uh, what's her name? Katniss's home, hometown? Yes, they blew up 12, District 12. 9 or whatever. The one with the aliens from South Africa? No, that's a different movie. No, My the bad. one with the, yeah, the miners. You never see them blowing up. Oh, it's lame. just it's just rubble. That See, they in the go book, that happens the... off the page, which makes sense. But for a but visual for a medium, movie, yeah, no. So there was that. Uh, as, just, as they said in my ugh. play backstage, my play that I just uh, closed had an ongoing dispute between um, miners and trappers, and the miners are disparaging. Miners, not miners. The the the, the miners are disparagingly known as diggers. Digger, please. That was a long way to go for nothing. You wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. going to like Sorry. two for that. Sorry. So. Hey, not So, no, it's okay. Um, so watch that. Uh, what have I been watching on TV? Uh, Sons of Anarchy, just waiting for it to end. Uh, Walking Dead, which... Walking Dead's good. My only gripe... No, I, I'm fairly up to date with the comics, and I don't have to be a... Um, you know, it doesn't have to follow the comics exactly, but this whole hospital spoilers. Uh, but you, it just no, ended like two weeks, weeks ago. ago so yep, you're fine. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, the whole hospital storyline with the cops. Sure. Yeah. Uh, never happened in the books. Okay. Which is, I mean, okay, but I also didn't find it like interesting remotely. It was really returned to sort of the season two, like we found some survivors who are living in this other way and they're kind of fucked up people and now we have to kill some of them. Right. And it just wasn't... There was, yeah, it wasn't what did compelling. Get out of it? What did yeah. I get out... What did, what did we as viewers get out of we Noah? Got to we del- got Noah? Oh, God. Who cares? Yeah, but that that's a lot of work to add a new character when we got this priest who, like, I hope he dies. I hate that guy. Yeah. What a yeah. puss. Yeah, I don't like the way he's portrayed... Where do they shoot this thing, Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. Um... At least they got some locations this time. Yeah, no, they, they moved around a little bit, which is good. Uh, there was some good stuff there. I mean, everything with the group, with Rick and company, I'm, I'm down with. That's There's good stuff going on there. But going back to Rescue Beth, I mean, look, I didn't feel bad when you, you guys are up to date, right? Yeah. I don't watch Just it, but I know something it. massive happened last week. They killed Beth. I they, read the internet. So. And, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry I saw it coming. And I don't care. Like, she was not a character. I, I had was surprised. A lot of sim- mm, saw it coming. Smelled I was surprised, coming. but at the same time, like, eh. Yeah, I mean, she's not so ingrained in the group that it was a massive loss for me. And it, to me, that whole hospital cop storyline had to do with Beth. Was was all about Beth and Beth growing up and Beth furthering her development. And Yeah, they're spending a lot of time developing that character just to kill her off. For You know, she's only been on for, what, two and a half? She came in with the farm in season yeah. two? Yeah, And they really didn't start developing her until the prison. Yeah. And now she's gone. If you had killed Carol off, who was also in the prison... Oh, I'd have been mad. Much more... Bigger kick to the well, gym. Well, Carol's been there since the first season. Right, exactly. And she's been... She's had some major character growth. Exactly. Yeah. And she, and so you take her away, and now you're looking at, at, like, a serious, you know, slap to the face for Walking Dead fans. Beth, I mean, okay, sad, somebody died, but she's not one of the core groups, well, so I... Yeah, here's my thing about it, is if you're going to spend all this time doing character development, this isn't Game of Thrones. Right. 
it's not where you're spending the character development just to generate the red herring. Right. You're actually spending episodes and episodes. And Game of Thrones, even the characters you murder off in the Red Wedding, that has political consequences right. elsewhere. Ramifications. This is like a nice, tidy end to this saga, mm-hmm. to this this part of it. With Beth, but you had like three episodes that were character development for her and learning all these cops and about them and like... And then just no fruition there. Mm-hmm. Just nothing. Fizzle. Yeah. yeah. And the one character who comes away is, is everybody hates Chris. <laughs> and like, I'm sorry, but he's a puss. Yeah. Not an interesting character. Now, now maybe we'll see him develop in the second half of the season and he'll make a heroic oh, this sacrifice. Is a, this is just half yeah. finale? Yeah. Okay. He is going to get eaten in the very next episode. Fingers crossed. Just like annoying. the red herring with the cop who escaped who they were holding captive and then the very next scene, oh, yeah. he gets the, the next episode. Oh, that's when Rick hit him with the car. Rick, Rick hits him with the car <laughs> and then shoots him in the head. <laughs> I heard the most that's interesting great. I heard a really interesting interview with an actress who's currently on the show, and I since I don't watch the show, I didn't know the actress's name, but Mm. it was one of those like long form radio interviews, and um, I think it was Terry Gross. I think it was Fresh Air. Was asking her like, you know, welcome to Fresh Air. Don't you guys? I mean, you guys have like essentially one costume, and like, don't you start to smell? Was essentially the question Mm. that she asked, and the actress was like, well, I mean, we we have multiples of our one outfit, but she's the, the the. interviewer is like well what does your costume person do if they have to give you a clean outfit that has to look dirty mm-hmm. and she said they wash it with baby detergent so it actually makes it clean but it's not abrasive enough to like get the, the dirt funk out, out. Oh, interesting. so it looks filthy but it doesn't it's clean. like reek right yeah, yeah, yeah. i huh. thought that was interesting i love i love stuff like that, that sure i figure of... you just get a big can of breeze or something like yeah. that yeah maybe some of those new car like deodorizers <laughs> those little trees little yeah. pine just trees sewn on, on the, the inside, inside. <laughs> that's right awesome <laughs> one in each armpit <laughs> one in the crotch <laughs> definitely <laughs> two in the crotch for some it's yeah. important to make hygiene a priority <laughs> yeah, yeah. yes exactly hey so so, so yeah, Walking Dead. Uh, oh, I watched... Um, you guys still haven't watched The Clone Wars, the Star Wars no. car- animated? No. Highly recommended. Again, skip the first season, go halfway into season two. So I started watching Star Wars Rebels, which is the you now follow-up to that. And, uh, you know, not not as impressive, but it's, you know, the first season. And yeah. it's not bad. It's like 10, 15 years after The Clone Wars, but it's still before A New Hope. So, it's um, it's interesting. It's it's got some it's got some potential. There've been some you know lackluster, but there's been some good stuff in there too. As for and you know since this is a whole Star Wars themed show, I mean, any reaction to the yeah. revelation of the new title? Uh, I know that are we talking about the that Force yet? Awakens in my pants. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just know the internet kind of like grabbed its dick. Right? Uh, well, I'm just kind of like, asshole, no, because so. you're sitting there and you're like, all right, wait. If the force is just now awakening, what the fuck was the, were they doing in in the previous movies the when first, they used the force all over the, the time? The three real movies, as opposed to episodes four through six, which I no, don't no, refer to no, as backwards. Whoa, backwards. what the hell? Four are through you six about? are the three real movies. Yes. That's what I mean. The originals. Yeah. Yes. Episodes one through three are the previous. Are the that, that we decided. Right. No. Right. I say I like to call them the three real movies, not episodes four through. Six is what I'm saying. Oh, you were. It sounded like you were saying I, there were three real movies. I understand. And there were, sort of. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm saying that the first three, and let's, you know, be honest, Return of the Jedi, <laughs> not the strongest of the three. But I like Jedi. Yeah, Jedi's fine. It's okay. I thought. The, I mean, it, the, look, it's co- coming in after uh, Empire kid. Strikes Back. And I love the Ewoks were cool. The, the but, parallel um, fighting between Endor Space and the Death Star was brilliantly done. 
And then Lucas completely failed to recreate it, and he did the Phantom Menace. Uh, and the Clone Wars. And the Clone Wars. Or Attack of the Clones, I'm yeah. sorry. And, uh, and Revenge of the Sith. And number three, nobody cares. Well, number three, <laughs> as <laughs> I like to say... Did he do it in Revenge of the Sith? Do what? The, the uh, parallel of combat? Uh, well, Obi-Wan and Anakin are fighting. Meanwhile, there's some other fighting somewhere that nobody cares about. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Nobody yeah. So, you know, for, The Force Awakens... Well, look, we're going into uncharted territory with Star Wars because there have been so many books written post-Jedi right. that it really can't be the Timothy Zahn novels. It really can't be this Dark Empire comic books that Dark Horse did, which were awesome, Yeah. way before the Zahn novels as well. So it's got to be something else, something, you know, that well, might Jay touch Bums on is these. good for a reboot. We all know that. One. Yeah, we'll see what Jay happens Jay after that. School of Secrety Secrets. Hey, look, the, the, tra- the trailer was fun. I won't lie. The teaser trailer, that, that got me a little, like, good. amped up, you know? The, the lightsaber like the with the hilt is sort of dumb. I like the fact that they I'll be cast two unknowns yeah. in the new movie. There's a fair amount cool. of unknowns in Because you won't have a any kind of expectation yeah. projected on I mean, you'll, you'll have the, what, three or four of the original cast members. Yeah. Harrison Ford's yeah. in there, Carrie yeah. and Luke, and mm-hmm. <laughs> Luke, that's his name, right? Judd's pal, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. I interviewed him once. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Was he nice? He's a great guy. Yeah. Shook my hand. Cockknocker? This hand. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Did you touch yourself with it? Before or after the dick touching? Uh, I, I was Well, it was Judd's hand was coated filled, in jizz. So. Oh. Mark Hamill oh, shook it. So. Yeah. Whose? Um, Does it matter? Probably Mark. Someone at Comic Con said. Holy So okay, so so tell me about this these plethora of oh, films yes. you have watched. Oh, so yeah. for those of you who Let aren't me get aware, some coffee first. Okay, yes. For those of you who off. don't know, who aren't in the film industry oh, or Jesus. the just, industry. Just get there. That's what <laughs> no, she said. It's weird. <laughs> that actually worked. Wow. <laughs> You just you just applauded your own. I do that. Judd was selected by our actors union to be one of the people randomly selected to nominate uh, performances for the SAG Awards this year. Yep. So after sending us for three or four months all of these, hey, come to a free screening. At um, 2 p.m. on a Wednesday. Because uh, none of us have jobs. Dicks. Um, about two weeks before the deadline. All of them started sending us screeners. I mean, like four to six a day. Dude, I got like damn. 40 like the UPS guy is no longer afraid of my loudly barking Velociraptor. <laughs> yeah, um, no, we we have at least forty movies. At least. Yeah. We've Art. watched about eight of them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But uh, ten maybe we might be up to ten now. Yeah. But when is voting? Yesterday. Right, it was well. No, it's today. This morning. Yeah. Okay. So, morning. so the, um, the vote is in. So stuff it's we not, loved. You know. um, Birdman. Birdman was I loved Birdman. Since, since I'm the one on the nominating committee, can I run down my tops? Go ahead. This is uh, a group so communal discussion. Whiplash was is my favorite film of the year right now. It's very good. It is J.K. Simmons is a force of nature. Amazing. He is elemental in that film. Yeah. And uh, and it's just a great movie, great music, uh, fantastic story. It's a small story, a human story, um, and it raises some sort of ethical questions that are not. It, it doesn't attempt to answer them mm-hmm. so much as just present them. Explore. In it, yeah, it explores it a little. And, and the end is starts to be satisfying, and then takes this tiny little twist where you were like, I was like, I don't know if I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's great. It's like, great. No one gets their comeuppance. Yeah, you, you should you should see the movie. Yeah. Um, then. Uh, I, I think, Almost a climax, but yeah. not quite. Yeah. I think the theory the of climaxes, every... but it's not necessarily satisfying. Oh, so like, it's like a level three climax. 
Sorry. Speaking of climaxes. Uh, I think The Theory of Everything is my number two. Fantastic performances. The most traditional form of the movies that that we that I really liked. Um, this is a much more classic plot line. God, Eddie Redmayne is just so good as Stephen Hawking. Yeah. It, it's I, a physical performance on such a level. Like over the years as he has this illness, this ALS, and, and declines. Yeah. And you don't feel like you're watching an actor at all. You feel like no. you're watching the real person. It very, it's very reminiscent of Daniel Day-Lewis in my left foot. Mm. Yeah, incredible. And yeah. if he doesn't win for Best Actor, I'll be shocked. He's a lock for nomination. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it, I nominated him. Um, then uh, Birdman is my number three. Fantastic. And uh, it's mostly for the writing and the, the camera movement. They like say it, the cinematography and the editing. Yeah, and, and sound editing also. Yes. Yeah. It's weird because I watched Whiplash, which is about jazz drumming, back to back with Birdman, which at the soundtrack is entirely jazz drumming. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And it's weird because yeah, it's I noticed like, it. I noticed that oh, too. Oh man, you're watching... It's like the soundtrack is still going yeah. from the first movie. And yeah. I saw those two in reverse order because we didn't watch Whiplash together, but oh, we right. watched Birdman together. So yeah, yeah. yeah, but Birdman is it's all shot. It's it's the most innovative one location storytelling in a film I think I've ever seen. Like it's all shot basically within this Broadway theater and the warren of backstage green rooms and dressing rooms and things like that out onto stage, briefly out onto the street in front of it. But essentially, it's shot in one location. Mm. It looks as if it's one continuous shot. Mm. All the takes are about five minutes long. And wow. if you're really, really looking, like my professional editor of a right. husband you is, you can slightly now. spot where they could have cheated a splice, uh-huh. cheated an edit. Right. But it's as if you are a in bystander there. wandering around That's backstage cool. following all these characters. That's really and cool. the acting is so good. And they did shoot some really long takes that are like five minutes. That's scenes. what I just said. Yeah. 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 Something never it's, happens. Yeah. It rarely happens. Very powerful. Apparently and then, every day the director and the director of photography like literally choreographed the day. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. But wow. before every That's shot hardcore. they would they would talk through where's the camera gonna be, where are the actors gonna be, how's it going? And then they would do because like they're talking, Michael Keaton is talking to someone backstage, whether it's his daughter or his agent or his ex-wife or somebody, and that conversation finishes and he starts to walk down the hall. And briefly, as he's coming up the stairs to the stage, the camera pans away and catches Ed Norton, and suddenly Ed Norton is in a scene with Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's seamless. Yeah, it's so well done, and yeah. they they set up their scenes in such a way that like things if you're really planning to shoot a movie, you would never do like. All right, we're going to do this five-minute hard acting scene, and at the very end, character A is going to throw a punch at character B before we cut. And God forbid they fuck up the punch, because that's like a stunt, you know? Right, and if sure. And if they do that wrong, you got to redo all the Start hard again. acting. Five minutes yeah, the way. whole five minutes yeah. has to be redone. And they, they do that a lot in this it's movie. It's the whole movie. The whole yeah. movie is that. It, wow. Which helps it to feel seamless, because you're like, there's no way they ended a scene with that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's, that's the hard moment. You would start with that, because if you fuck it up, you just start over. But they don't, and I think it really forced the actors to get there. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of very smart places where, where something like uh, Emma Stone delivers this monologue, Ugh. where she is just laying into it's Michael Keaton. her father. And at the end of the line, she plays his daughter. And at the end of the monologue, they stay on her for a good 10 seconds. They don't show you Michael Keaton at all, the whole monologue. You don't see his reaction. But you know what it is from her face. Mm-hmm. From her reaction to watching him, you see what happened. And it is one of the most brilliant it's moments I've ever seen. Yeah. And she was fantastic in it, too. And they always shoot her. They do some clever things with the camera, too. Like, they always get too close to her so her eyes look bigger. 
And she got kind of weird big eyes anyhow. Yeah, a but little they, bit. They, when she's they, playing, they she's playing an addict in recovery. She's play, she, she just got out of rehab as, okay. as this character, so she's already kind of a unbalanced sort of a character. Right, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. It's really, really interesting. Cool. Great movie. Yeah, um, I'll have to check that out. I liked The Imitation Game more than you did. Yeah, I was like, eh. I really liked it. Anybody else sick of Benedict? Just me? No. Like, he's still, no. I know he still acts his ass off, etc. I just... It's one of those things where I see him Overload. every fucking where. Mm. He's doing a lot. He's busy. Which man. I mean, hey, good for you, and go be Doctor Strange. Like, hooray, okay. Just but, the fact that he's named Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, right? I know. I mean, I've been yucking that up since yeah. they started Sherlock. Or no, but I tell you, the, the the reason I liked the Imitation Game so much was not just the story, and the fact that they linked. It's about uh, breaking the Nazi Enigma code during World War Two. Mm-hmm. What the British did. Um, and the fact that once they had broken it, they actually had to be, the British had to be very, very careful about what information they acted on mm-hmm. because otherwise the, the Germans would have known right. they had broken it. And there's this huge moral calculus of, well, we're not going to act on that piece of information, so which means people, people are going right. to sure. die. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was fascinating. I don't think I'd seen that element in a war movie focused on before. Um... I also just loved uh, the the Kira Knightley character and the fact that she was like this. You know, everybody discounted her because she was a woman and she's the smartest one in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they needed to give her more to do. I felt like the the script did not do her a service in, in that her scenes were limited to only scenes of her experience with the Benedict Cumberbatch uh, character of Turing. Well, because it was his never, story, but yes, she was a huge you, part of it. She is like, but by all the historical accounts I'm familiar with, she is like 50% of that story. Right. And she needed... And we, she was needed, 30% of the movie. Not even. 20, maybe. I mean, she, mm. we needed her backstory. Because we got all of Turing's backstory, but we got none of hers. And we needed to know... You got a little bit of it, like her parents trying to yank her out of the No, job. you just saw her parents being dicks. But you didn't that see... That was the time. But but you didn't see her upbringing and how she found solace in math and, no, and whatnot. You like that. You didn't see you any didn't of that. See that. So she doesn't come across as nearly a completed character uh, as the Turing character. And you needed more than that. Anyway, uh, moving on. Yeah. So uh, we also I watched Fury. Mm. Uh, oh, I didn't see that one. Which is, it's the new Brad Pitt. It's yeah. written and directed by the guy who did Training Day and End of Fuqua. Watch. Yeah. Antoine Fuqua. And this Shia is... LaBeouf just makes me want to punch him in the face. I'm sorry. I, well, Since and, forever. And here's the thing Since about this movie. Since the whole movie, plagiarism thing. Here's the thing about this movie is that I've read all these reviews about like Shia LaBeouf is a revelation and this is so amazing for him. No, Shia LaBeouf is just any fucking normal actor in this movie. Right. He's nothing special. He doesn't deliver a stand-up performance. He's just a guy and maybe you can forget it's Shia LaBeouf because he's not doing his bullshit Shia LaBeouf like help me Transformers stick. But he does have like a child molester stash. He has an awesome mustache. Okay, there you go. Yeah, it's impressive. Is it child molester or is it awesome? Or are these... This one of the no, it's more awesome. Potato, potato. Wait, no, no that's bad. That's bad. Sorry. Because it's less, it's less flat across. It's more like so. It's two... less John Waters and more, but it's not Tom Selleck. Yeah, it's like two hops, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, apart from his mustache, so it's, they're they're rounded. Yeah, I've seen it. And this it is disturbs me. Five guys in the tank, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's a movie. <laughs> 
that is a movie. I was driving through West Hollywood the other the day porn. and it was up in that uh, gay theater. Yeah. So, but the, the, uh, not that there's anything wrong the with the Tomcat, that. the Tomcat theater. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. I used to live down the street oh, and drive it was, by it every day and it was just actually, laugh what was on the marquee. It was actually called Furry Shaving Ryan's Privates. It was, privates. It was oh, about God. five. Well, my bears friend Scott will tank. be so well informed there now. Sorry, side note. Yeah. So the the thing about the movie is that it's not based on any fact. Huh. Right, it's just a, like it is a work of fiction. We're in a tank. And in this work of fiction, five guys in a tank fight off like three thousand Nazis and save the day. And it's just like, well, nice. Eh. It. So it's like a superhero movie. Almost. But it, yeah, I mean, that, and that's the. It's so lame. That you way. compared yeah. it, it. It's a lot like Saving Private Ryan. Boringly to other. Yeah. It's like Saving Great Private Ryan without the hook of we have to save this guy. Mm. It's just the end fight from Saving Private. It's Ryan. just let's go fight. Yeah, and there's there's some interesting scenes leading up to that. Okay. But the the point of the movie, if there's a point, is that like in the world of fiction, five dudes in a tank can totally take out the Nazis. Wow. So it's it's yeah, okay, it's like a a hero story. It's just let's yeah. go save the day. Standard fiction. Yeah. Okay. And a bunch of them die. And like if it was a true story, mm-hmm. that would be one thing. That would right. be a really awesome story to hear and be like, man, these guys are fucking amazing and they really did save How? the war and they are great. But because it's fiction, it's just such like I feel like it's not even trying. Right. What is the fucking point of this story? If you're telling a fictional story about World War II that Brad doesn't Pitt make some to sort tell of... tell this story because he's the reason it happened. Right, but you want to tell some sort of broader social commentary in a fictional piece. Otherwise, right. why? Do you? I mean, uh, there's plenty of fictional stories that happen that or just, just are escapism. Right, those and are interesting. No, I understand. I get you. <laughs> okay. Wow. But I think uh, there have been a number of uh, fact-based, true story, World War II films, Band of Brothers, The Pacific, yeah. and so and forth. And this plays like a long episode of Band of Brothers. Right, but that is not true. Right. Right. So I think that's kind of the Band angle. Band of Brothers and The Pacific were based on true accounts. That was, yes. all, yeah. that was all based on real no, stuff. So but I'm this is like... Clarifying. Those were real people, so that is like fascinating. Someone Absolutely. lived right. through that shit. Absolutely. And Fury is like, okay, well, obviously there was not a tank that was all by itself that had five dudes in it who killed the fucking entire Nazi battalion. Maybe there was. But, but no. But there probably wasn't, so... There probably wasn't. You know? And, and there's some scenes that are really like... Interest, like, well done. The whole movie's very well done. Yeah. It's just that, like, what's the fucking point? Yeah. But it's kind of hollow on yeah. the inside. Saving Private Ryan really was okay. fiction, but at least it was the interesting fiction of they're trying to save this save guy. Save this one guy, yeah. And it was more of a character study. Well, it was, and it this was movie, the larger story of the war narrowed down to the personal. Yeah. Which and, and was unusual. Also Nathan Fillion, so. Sorry, sure. Yeah. Um, but, but this movie <laughs> fails at the personal story. Yeah. It, you know, your story is... Uh, Shia LaBeouf is religious and the guy who was the best friend on Walking Dead is a great actor but kind of his character is a dick. John Bernthal? He, yeah. he is the best person in the movie. I have no doubt about that. No uh, doubt. Um, Brad Pitt is Brad Pitt. Right. Yeah. Uh, but not as good as in uh, Inglorious Bastards. In good movies. Right. Yeah. Um, and the, the new kid is like a poor man's uh, uh, who did I say? Um, fucking from Pump Up the Volume. Morgan Freeman. Christian no, Slater. Yeah, he's like a poor man's Christian Slater. Okay. That's really sad. Wow. Speaking of things that... Well, it's just because Christian Slater's not that impressive. Well, I was going to say, well, if you got a poor man's Christian Slater, what's Christian Slater doing? Couldn't you just get Christian Slater? Probably could. Oh, they needed a young one. Oh. And also, have... probably they didn't have enough budget, budget for the drugs. Oh, the drugs. Yeah. Yeah, So speaking of stuff that, 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 that just... 
story doesn't live up. Um, I saw Cake with Jennifer Aniston, which is her big awards bait movie. And while the movie is about basically depression and the fallout from what a traumatic, traumatic event can happen can have in your life and traumatic traumatic sorry and Ooh. substance abuse and things like wander to this place that could be very interesting but what hung the movie up for me is that the the relationship between Jennifer Aniston who's the lead in the movie and Anna Kendrick who is this sort of like spectral character that she keeps seeing in like a ghost or Literally, like Anna Kendrick's character at the start of the movie is deceased, but Jennifer keeps seeing her and talking to her in like half asleep conversations and whatnot. Gotcha. Okay. But the movie is very coy for the first hour and a half of like a two hour movie about what their actual relationship was. And once it is revealed, I felt like it was just not worthy. Mm. Like the relationship was underwhelming. A step above acquaintanceship. Huh. <laughs> And so the fact that I keep seeing the ghosts of this one woman I ran into at the supermarket over and over, kind of, you know, <laughs> kind of. And so I love I'm, what you're doing with your hands. It's very Shakespearean, right? Very now. Shakespearean. I just thought she was grabbing boobs. Balls. Balls. Those but they're very far two apart. Two separate. Well, you know, very, very oh, big oh, balls. two guys. I don't know. I also watched How to Train Your Dragon, and they're very large. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> no, but no, but the, the 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 thing that it is coy about for me, the payoff was like so hollow that I was like, what your character has been going through in and of itself is interesting, but to hang it on the hook of this is why it's interesting, I just looked at it and went, no, it's not. Like that mm. rings so hollow for me that you're not interesting. You're an asshole. Pretentious. Yes. Yeah. How? So I'm curious. How? How is Jennifer Aniston in this? Well, she, she wasn't Rachel, I'm assuming. I'm she's, assuming she's playing... She's trying to distance herself. No, no. She, she's playing someone who has become addicted to prescription medication. So say we all. Yeah. Um, and so it's that, quote, very unvain performance where she's wear, not no hair and yeah, makeup they, and very... Charlize Theron monster kind exactly. of... I was going to say, the, exactly. bragging, the bragging tagline is, this is Jennifer Aniston's monster. Yeah, yes. Gotcha. The, the, it, it is, I was ugly for you, please give me an award. But Charlize was really ugly. But it's not just that. Again, it's it's that it's not that the performance, and I feel like supporting characters story, are wasted. Right? Like William H Macy is credited Aww. as a supporting actor. He's in one scene. Felicity Hoffman is in Aww. three scenes. Mm. Like w- the woman who plays the housekeeper, honestly, is amazing. Like, well, that's like takes I, a throwaway role and actually and humanizes it. it. Yeah, humanizes yeah, yeah. it. That, those are awesome. That, those roles good. pop pop like that. Yeah, something you don't expect yeah. to. But wow. like, I, I've been seeing a lot of the big names in, in minuscule micro roles. Like in in Wild, that guy from Game of Thrones and uh, Michael Huisman. Yeah, is in one he, sequence. What does he have? Three lines. He's in like a he's in like he's in, three scenes. He's in three scenes, but he I think meets he has her, one line at the in club, each scene. and then there's the yeah, the last scene. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I was like, dude, what a fucking bit role. And I, I know, I realize there's no other roles in this movie. It's just her. It's mostly so. just her. Uh, all these other roles are bigger. But, like, it, you could have put anyone in that role. It didn't need to be him. Sorry, one other question about uh, cake. cake. Yeah. Can you tell me what that's in reference to without spoiling anything in the movie? Cake. Like, you know, is it layered? Is it birthday? Is it, uh, I don't know, it's, fuckable? It's a payoff Do to... Do they fart in it? Fart cake. They don't fart. Cake no. farts. It is... Cake farts. That's the thing. You know that, right? Here's the thing. Once you realize what the title of the movie is referencing, 
Okay. It is the treacliest title imaginable for okay, this story. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Treacly. Yes. What is that? Isn't that something Winnie Sickeningly the Pooh? Sickeningly sweet. Gotcha. Yeah. It's barfy cute? Yes. Barfy cute. Yes. Awesome. Well, let's talk about a better movie. You saw something else you really liked. How to Train Your Dragon 2! Which Sister. apparently has chock full of testicles. Yes, dragon testicles. Dragon testicles. I, 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 I'm, just, I'm just obsessed. I've decided that Toothless the Dragon is my spirit animal. Fair enough. And so since I saw the second one, I watched the first one on right. YouTube oh, for free and all of its wanna, 23 clips. I want to revisit this. Your spirit animal is a figment of someone's imagination and it's not your own. Yes. Okay. Someone else imagined a character and it is perfect. For what it's worth, we are in Los Angeles. That is entirely believable. Thank you. All right, fair enough. Just saying. Yes, no, I am wholeheartedly endorsing Toothless the Dragon for president. Fair enough. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Is that because he's red? He's black. But he does have one tail fin that's red. Hello. Wow. And then we both saw Gone Girl. We did. Oh, that's all you have to say about How to Train Your Dragon 2? It was good. We talked ad nauseum about cake that we hated, or... but uh, yeah, How to just, Train Your Dragon 2, is, is, it's good? It's ama- I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it is, first of all, a much more fleshed out story than I feel like any animated sequel has a right to be. No, the character... Toy Story 2? The Toy Story ones were really Or Toy Story 3. Or any of the Toy Stories. No, the, the, the characters are wonderful. The voice actors are, are fantastic. Yep. Anything with Craig Ferguson in it, honestly. Uh, like, Craig, I'm on board. Craig. And he's doing the Scottish accent because they're playing Vikings, and for some reason the Vikings all Vikings speak with Scottish, Scottish accents. Aye. It's the same thing. It's aye. Craig Ferguson and Gerard Butler are the two. Well, it's it's hard Welsh. to be scared of someone running around going Jürgen Flurgen Birgen Mirgen. Yeah, Jürgen Flurgen Birgen Mirgen. heard of Bert Bert Right? I mean, that's what Vikings really sounded like. The Swedish chef? Jesus Christ. Definitely. The Swedish chef. <laughs> just throwing, the fla- the throwing flounder and that's what you find out is Bork is actually Viking for I'm going to murder you and your whole family but nobody knows that's so when you're watching yeah, Muppets, lost, like, in, burp, burp, burp. lost in translation right yeah. there right there suck it Sofia Coppola there yeah. suck it there you go suck it long suck it hard what no I don't even know what she looks like. I can't. I can't She's okay. Picture. She's okay. Yeah, hey. um, I no no. Really? I just I, Maybe. I absolutely I I absolutely love the movie. I'm obsessed with Toothless the Dragon. What about Gone Girl? That was I'm good. Sick of talking about this dumb dragon. Gone Girl so. was good. Um, really? Man. So I, we I can absolutely not spoiler. this We can't one. spoiler it, but I can say. So we shouldn't talk about something. It. That Did you is, see it? No, I. Something no. that is slightly. I feel like disturbing to me and to people who hear it is that uh, the character of Amy in this book and played by uh, Rosamund Pike in, mm. in, in the movie is my fucking hero. And she's a complete sociopath. <laughs> she's my oh, fucking the character. hero. Yes. The she's character. your hero? She's amazing. Wow. I am really disturbed. <laughs> I, I might have to Can go. I sleep at your place tonight? Sure. Come on down. <laughs> the dog might be panting in your ear but you know. It's okay. okay. It's probably better than you know, Jesus Christ! I just—it's amazing, what 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 she the, does. The plot of the movie is fan fucking tastic. Yes, and the plot of the movie, with the exception of the minorest tweak to it to the ending, and basically in the attitude of a couple of the characters, oh, but the not ending. the events, is is completely faithful to the book. I also felt like the thing that the movie did extremely well is—I just recently read the book. What it does incredibly well is how it deals with the point of view. 
of the storytelling. And I'll just leave it at that because I don't want to spoil or anything because it's super good. Did, did, who, uh, who, who wrote the book? Do you remember? Yes, uh, Gillian Flynn or Gillian okay. Flynn, but it's spelled right. with a G. Fair enough. It's, it's fantastic not plot. her first book. It's her second or third, but yeah. it's really good. It's, it's really good. The plot's fantastic. The acting's very good. Um, the I forget the actress's name you just said. Rosamund, Rosamund Pike. Pike. Rosamund Pike. Fantastic. So hot. good. She's very hot, very creepy. The, the, the naked chick from the Blurred Lines video makes an appearance? I don't know what that means. No. Who was that? I don't know what that means. Somebody's girlfriend in the movie? Spoilers. Oh, somebody's girlfriend. Okay. No. All right. Yeah. Somebody's, okay. Isn't that killer? I didn't know who you were talking about. I was like, which character? Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah, yeah, she has a lot of extra consonants in her name, but Polish. Yeah. Great boobs. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was going to ask about boobs, actually. Yeah. So no, yeah, I Listen, if, if you're a boobs guy, there's a scene in this movie you will enjoy. You will, yeah. And if you're a penis gal, there are two scenes in this movie you will enjoy. <laughs> or a penis guy. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if the penis gal would enjoy one of those. Two well. Scenes. Just just the rare glimpse of penis in a mainstream American movie. I, if there's one thing I can say for Game of Thrones, it is that it has made Americans much more comfortable with seeing wiener, penises. Wiener, 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 wiener. We never sang wiener. our theme song. <laughs> oh, shit. No, we can do it at the we'll end. We'll sing it at the end. We'll wrap it up. Yeah, all right, right. Yeah. So, um, Gone Girl was pretty good. It's, pretty not good. A, it's not in my top three, but I really enjoyed it. It was really good. Rosamund Pike um, was my... Uh, you can nominate a couple of people for each category. For each category. So my, my number one was Reese Witherspoon for Best Actress and Rosamund Pike got my second. Oh, there you go. I thought she was very good. But it, it I had to think about her performance a lot more because there's many... Layers. Uh, yeah, it's just part of what she's playing at in the film. Because you know, they have a bunch, they do a bunch of flashbacks and whatnot yes. and stuff. Um, but, but and there are very of, different moments in this character's very life. Very different. Yeah. And, and so part of what she's playing at is moments where she's not necessarily convincing. Uh-huh. But it's and, on purpose. But it's on purpose. And so I really had to think about yeah. the, the meat of the scene and was that an on-purpose choice or was that bad acting? And I've, I've decided it was an on-purpose choice. I agree. And that, I completely uh, agree. And that she was a good actor. That's, uh, that's always a... It's a rough thing to play It's a slippery. It's a slippery slope, you know? Like, because it's so easy to go, like... Well, pardon the term, but full retard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never go that's full it. retard. No, I, it's absolutely true. You can give our, the the subtlety and the the nuance and the awareness I think it takes to play like you're pretending. Well, and that's the is so hard. Is so that's really the, hard. The thing of this, uh, uh, it's very her, meta acting. Yeah. The, the thing of this acting though is that she's the scenes where she's real. She is so fucking so raw. real. Uh-huh. She's so raw and so real. That you just have to the scenes where she's not real. It's like that's you know that's that's, okay. that's the facade the character is putting on. That's yeah. not her not being yeah, yeah, a great yeah. actor. And that's all we should say about it. Yeah, it's and it's it's good. She's man. she's had a, a a very interesting she has. career, especially in the last few years. I was trying to remember while we were talking about her what I the last like thing I saw her in. It was Jack Reacher with Tom Cruise. Oh, weird. Okay, from a couple years back, I feel like where she's... he plays a six foot four dude. Yes. <laughs> Basically. That is good acting. That is. I mean, I, you I know, if like anybody she's... can act 6'4 and be 5'4, it's Tom Cruise. I feel like apparently. as a British actress, she has this really interesting straddle of American and yeah. British projects. She, yeah, she's very, um, she still has the, the accent and some of the poise without being 
<laughs> Pardon the term, full British. But, okay. but not just that. Like she's not. Yeah, like, don't go full British. Don't ever go full British. Don't go full British. She's not so known here <laughs> that you assume things about the character based on her persona. Uh, correct. Yeah. Fair enough, she's yeah. She, when she was in the Clash of the Titans remake with oh, wow. uh, oh, really? Sam Worthington. She was a complete unknown to me. I'd never seen her in anything. She's. But that's the thing. I've seen her in like some art house stuff. I think you have seen her in something. Yeah. I would remember. Mm, but there were no boobies, so it's harder to remember. Jen only remembers boobies. That's well, that's my problem too. Yeah. My joy. I don't know. It's fairly true. Reese Witherspoon boobies in Wild, by the way. Hello. First time since uh, her movie that was called Twilight, which is not Twilight, but that was her first movie role. She what? played a rebellious teenage runaway daughter, and they found her in a hotel room in Mexico somewhere, and she was all naked and shit. It starred Gene Hackman and Susan Sarandon. Cra- uh, Hitchhiker? The Hitchhiker? No. 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 This was called Twilight. Oh, no. it was called Twilight. Oh, yeah. oh, when you said her Twilight, I thought you were saying she did a movie like no, Twilight. No, no, no. She did a movie called Twilight, but God. it was like, in the late, it was like 99 or the something. The couching of that phrase was a little suspect. That's fair. That's okay. Next. Um, fucking so, awesome? No, no. Uh, I also saw... Movies. Oh, more movies. Fuck, what was the other movie that we were talking about? Gone Girl. Oh, that was it. That, that was, was it, yeah. yeah. Okay. Never mind. We're I feel like movies. maybe I saw something else. But well, that's because there are 38 other titles on your desk. Fucking God. I, I, sorry, I had one other thing to tag on to. Maybe it kind of segues from films into fucking awesomes next, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was Well, there's The Reckoning, but I don't think there's anything we left out of this what conversation. What the hell we reckon? Anything. I, I, you reckon? Uh, well, because sometimes you'll do something that was actually super fucking cool. Like that time... I have two things. You hang glided I, off of the Eiffel Tower? Uh, to Mount Kilimanjaro. With yes. dragon balls. Hanging your from my own scrotum. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you a lot of weight. Did you yeah, see ballast. the uh, announcement Pan? for the new oh. Bond flick by any chance? No. They I read it, about it. It's they had it on the YouTube. Oh, yeah. Who's the new Bond is someone? Mm-hmm. No, well, it's still Daniel Craig. It's still Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Oh, okay. It's but still it's Daniel Craig. It's a lot of the same people uh, in MI6 from Skyfall. Gotcha. Uh, you know, Ray Fiennes oh, are, are, taking are, over for the Daniel The villain is Benedict Cumberbatch as Khan. No, nah, I wish. Are they keeping no, like the guy who was, who was Q? Yes. Ben Wishaw? Yes. I like him. He's good. <sighs> so good. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, I did not like him a whole lot. No, I love him in other things. But that's fine. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm not yeah. aware of him outside of that. I liked the choice. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, you've watched uh, the Sherlock. Yes. yes. So they are adding the dude that plays Moriarty. Awesome. Whose oh name totally shit! Eludes me. That guy's so fucking good. I, he's I, so scary. I can't remember his name, but he's just. Is he the villain? I don't think so. I think he works in MI6. Oh shit! Uh, I want him to be Moriarty. Versus James Bond. That'd be amazing. How badass would that shit be? That would be amazing. Uh, They unveiled the the new car, which is the Aston Aston Martin DB10, which gave me a DB10 boner. It was fucking sexy as shit. My ex drove a DB7, so this is like three generations beyond that. hot. I bang a girl who used to date a guy who drove a DB7. (laughs) Well played. I know a guy who bangs a girl who used to date a guy and had a... DB7. You live Ooh, an yeah. awesome life, my friend. Hey, it's all right. Bless it. A pirate's it life for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, Monica Bellucci's in this. And mm. she's oh, I love already, that. Uh, I think she's... Does she date a guy who used to drive a DB7? She Unlikely. probably dates a guy who drives a DB10. Some or other nine, chick yeah. as a uh, Bond girl. I don't know what her name was. She's, I don't know, checkish. Tits, tits McGee. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's usually it's slightly more creative, like a lot of Tits McGee. Here's... 
here's the thing. And mm-hmm. and I'm a sucker for this guy. So, you know, the, you saw the film is titled Spectre. Spectre. Uh-huh. Right? And you mentioned something spectral earlier, so I'm like, ooh, interesting. Mm. Uh, Spectre references the nemesis group of MI6 back in, like, the 70s, 60s. Oh, like with, Cold War shit? With Connery and with, uh, I think, probably Roger oh, Moore. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. It, was, it was, like, their... their the, the, Foiled the to, shadowy, uh, elusive, exactly right. The They're the terrorist nefarious organization. Right. organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fact that and that this is happening Wait, is really is it cool. Phil Spector. I wish. No, he's fuck that guy. Dead, isn't he? No, no, he's in jail. No, he killed his wife. Right. right. No, yeah. he killed Lana Clarkson. Yeah, potatoes, potatoes. Wow. Christoph Waltz. Oh, no, awesome. Oh yes. And if he is anything but the big bad, I will be. He has extremely to be. Extremely but, but I'm just saying. I like Daniel Craig a lot as as Bond, and seeing him and Christoph go. I love Daniel toe Craig. To toe. Here's, you know what? Here's what's going to happen. The way movies have been going this year, Christoph Waltz is going to have two lines in one scene as as James Bond's gay lover. It's going to be it's going to be heat. It's going to be Al Pacino and Robert De Niro, and there's all this hype built up, and then they have one conversation in a fucking diner. You know what? Heat was fucking awesome. Speaking of that movie was fucking awesome. Speaking of fucking awesome, fucking I did something awesome. awesome. Or the reckoning. Which one are we doing? No, we're, we're done. Awesome. Okay, that was the reckoning. I have some fucking awesome. I booked a car commercial. Woo woo! Money. And I can't tell you anything about it because I signed an NDA, but I booked a car commercial. What's an NDA? A non-disclosure agreement. There you go, listener. So yes, for you non-industry people. <laughs> Pleasure. <laughs> Man, I. But, uh, uh, it, it created a a childcare crisis in our lives because. The nice thing about being a lowly actor in an expensive production is they don't. You are so far at the bottom of the totem pole that, like, actually looking up, you see the base of the totem pole. Right. So um, I was at a fitting with these people, trying to figure out what I was going to wear in said car commercial for four hours on a Monday. Now they are supposed to take one hour. Mm-hmm. At which point, every additional hour, they have to give you more and more money because right. the SAG rules are designed to make the producer hurry the fuck up and move on. So the entire time I was there with our one and a half year old child, I was begging these people, like, just tell me, am I even working tomorrow? Mm -hmm. I have to get a sitter. You see my child here in the stroller who is being really, really good, but starting to get antsy. Just tell me, am I working tomorrow? Oh, we don't know. 9 p.m. that night, they say I have to, they call me. I have to be on set at 7 a.m. Fuck me. That's yeah. fun. Less than baby 12 center. hours notice. So That's I, horseshit. So I took Griffin to work with me that day. Oh, that must have been fun. That was, yeah, he got a lot done. I got nothing done. Oh. But fortunately, it was a slow day. So was, I knew I was going to have a slow day, so it was okay. So it worked out. And then and on the I was wrapped side, by mid afternoon, so I at least could come pick him up. Yes. And then I spent the entirety of my, my, I shot Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I spent all day Wednesday. Desperately seeking childcare. <laughs> but we found a great childcare. Oh, this place for is wonderful. Five dollars an hour. Nice. Torres Family Child Care in Atwater Village. They are wonderful. We love them. Please interview support with them. them and please give them support your Alicia and give them money. Yeah, um, they're, they're, nice plug. They're yeah. great, yeah. and uh, they have a four-hour minimum, which just means like if we go to childcare. That means four hours of freedom. Done. Boom. Or if I only need three, I will throw the lady an extra five dollars. Because it's yeah. so a babysitter's fifteen bucks an hour. Sounds so yeah. way cheaper to do four hours of childcare the there than to hire clean. a sitter for two hours. Everything is labeled in English and in Spanish. She cooks them lunch. Ooh. They don't charge extra for not being potty trained yet, which as a one and a half year old our child is not, because none of them are until mm-hmm. they're about two. Mm-hmm. I mean I'm um, barely potty trained. Well, I was I am not. My pants yeah. are wet. 
So, Are you? Sorry. We have puppy pads. No, too late. Okay, yeah. so... Um, so, anyway, so fucking awesome commercial. Congrats. Even more fucking awesome child care. Child care. Yeah. That is a double win. I, I, got, I got two fucking awesomes. One is I learned about a thing today uh, called the Squatty Potty. Sounds awesome. I've heard about the Squatty Potty. You know what this is? Okay. I do. Hold your thought. You've not mentioned this. Cody, what do you think this is? My closest idea is something that you sit on to go to the bathroom in. It's a, a Turkish delight. You're wrong, okay. but you're close, I guess. Jess, what have you heard? It's a potty you squat over. You are also wrong. It is a essentially foot stand that you use while pooping. Oh yeah, to, to, to put make you, you in squat position. better on the toilet. Which is and more anatomically poop friendly. Yeah. Instead of sitting on the Wait, toilet. Here's the thing. It, like, it assimilates the Turkish Delight, which is the hole in the floor where you squat over it. Yeah. So See, I thought Turkish Delight was a candy. It is. I do. But so that's, you it's do? It's the same color as poop. Alright. This is just a, a thing if you've traveled extensively in Asia. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but like, not, uh, I know not to get in a, involved in a land war in Asia. <laughs> so True. High five. So the, uh, the, the squatty potty is the thing that attaches to the toilet, and you sit down, and then you put your feet up on it, like stirrups at the fucking guy. Ah. And it, get, it gets and, your and knees it gets up your around knees your ears. up so that you can take a better shit, because who are these people who need this shitting help? Uh, old people? Well, no, oh appen- apparently our Western propensity for sitting in a chair-like device whilst eliminating solids from our bodies actually is not... Anatomically or even uh, evolutionarily helpful. I know it's funny because it feels pretty fucking good to me. Well, that's just because you drink yeah. a lot. <laughs> but but, but is the I'm anatomic shitting, yeah. solution to put your feet up? No, it, it, gets sounds, you, it gets you in the position where you're squatting around the ground. Is this that Take a Load Off Annie song? Is that oh, what this God. is about? Okay, I was curious because no, that no, song no. never made Take sense. Take a Load Off Annie is about Cleveland Steamers. That's disgusting. You're cleaning up after the fact. You You're both get a load off for this there. Is it a California steamer? You both no, there's get a no off conversation. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, and the other thing that's Jack fucking awesome. I'd be willing to make that video, by the way, which I think is hysterical. I would. The it's a, be fake poop. Okay. And we don't have. To All right, let me explain for the listener because it's been a long time since we did this. The Cleveland steamer is when you have sex with a girl and then to finish it off, you take a shit on her chest. Yeehaw! And the California steamer is after you take a shit on her chest, you put a slice of avocado on it. There you go. Yeah. Classy. The Hawaiian steamer, you put a slice of pineapple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sure. Philadelphia steamer. A little dollop cheese, of cream cheese. Cream, yeah. cream cheese. Cream cheese. Uh, yeah. They have a whole... The New York steamer, you do it on their face. <laughs> That's it. Just rub it in as much as you can. And then punch them and take their I wallet. I thought it would be like a slice of bagel or something. What about the Ferguson steamer? You just punch her. You just shoot you just her to shoot death. Her in the and, uh, oh, that's all. No, because after you take a dump, you have to shoot the poop. Shoot the poop, huh? Because it's instead brown. of pooping the shoot. Poop, shoot, shoot, poop. Shoot, poop, poop, shoot. Wow. <laughs> Something terribly wrong about this. Shoot, poop, damn it, shoot. Judd, we're not supposed to talk about shit anymore. This oh, I broke the rule. Son of a this bitch. I broke the rule. This reminds me of my work where the two rules are no, no <laughs> shitting or vomiting. Oh. When the baby is present, we should we should preface it with that. No, no, the rule applies to me as well. No, that's, oh, well, that's, that's a good that's rule. The baby's rule. allowed to come to work as long as he doesn't shit on the floor or vomit. And, 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 and expressly, my boss told me that rule also applies to me. Megan is a wise good woman. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Thank you. 
Uh, did you um, have another fucking awesome? I have another fucking awesome. Something about Star Wars. Something about Star Wars. Uh, on Tuesday of this week, I got really fucking bored. Yeah. Decided uh, to change your name to Lando Calrissian? No, I just had Bitchin'. nothing to do. So I faithfully recreated the cinematic opening of all of the Star Wars movies with the a long time ago in a galaxy right. far, far away in the blue font. Yeah. Fading to the Star Wars logo over the starry background flying away from you. Right. Which, fl- which shrinks at a parabolic rate. It is not a linear scale, and so I had to do some fucking math to make that happen. I'm sorry. And uh, that's verboten. And then know. the and then the text crawl. You get three the, nipples, yeah. and you have three sets, two sets. The text crawl that comes <laughs> in. I just know there's shit somewhere <laughs> at an angle, and says you know episode seven, you know the Force Awakens, and yeah. then has the paragraphs. So I recreated the whole fucking thing. I did it all in Avid using the title tool, except I made the Star Wars graphic in Photoshop. Of course. Because Avid um, hates you. Yeah. But there's some guy made a font that is the Star Wars font, mm-hmm. and it uses like the carrot symbol, does like a close end of the S to do all the extended parts mm-hmm. of the letters. Gotcha. It's so clever and so well done. Like, that guy's a genius. And, and he uh, just I as well. made the whole thing, and I watched it like 10 times, and it gave me a little Star Wars boner. Every time I watch, I got a nerd boner. This, oh, is, like this is your fucking awesome. I'll show you when we're done. It is so fucking awesome. No, the movie. Okay, thank God. And the boner. No, 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 no. He'll, get, no, he'll have his own. I've seen too many boners recently. So. This is the difference between Shh. penises and Did boobs. Did you find boner? Huh? Boner from, 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 boner from growing pains? Boner from another mother. Yeah, I wandered off into the woods a few months ago. I don't know. Ago. Why does your other mother have a boner? It's just one of those things. By the way, I want to back up to this you've seen too many boners recently comment. Dude, why did you have to pay attention to that phrase? I mean, Please, no, elaborate. No, I have nothing to say. That sounds pretty fucking awesome to me. <laughs> nothing awesome about it, no. trust me. This is Spice and say I was out in the woods for a long time. Oh, God. Yeah. Timmy, do you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> This is this reminds me of the um, wow. This is a difference between boners and boobs, by the way. True. Dad. There's a difference. Giant. There's a difference. Please when, explain. When you have seen one set of boobs, you want to see them all. Yes. And when you have seen one dick, you realize what dicks look like, and you're done. You're like, yeah. That's it. No more. That's that's yeah. pretty much no more. It. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good times. That's why the goal is to hide the dick. Hide the dick. You don't want anyone looking at it. It needs to be in some sort of hole. game we call Hide the Pickle. Yeah. I've been having a Scrubs flashback for the last week and a half. Something about Snooki. Uh, Um, Serious business? Do we have anything uh, else? Well, I still haven't done my fucking awesome. Oh, I just assumed. Yeah, my whole life is fucking awesome. Was talking about seeing lots of dicks. We already established the most fucking awesome thing in your life was that you're friends with a guy who bangs a girl who used to date a guy who drove a DB7. (laughs) There's two other things aside from that, not nearly as fucking awesome, but <laughs> I feel worth 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 mentioning. Um, one is not nearly as awesome as Jessica getting a car commercial, but I did book a part in a feature film. It's unpaid. It's nothing. Congratulations! Like, it's dude. nothing money. Father Rucker. But it's it's a credits. It's a good fat piece and nice. being that I'm good and fat it'll be good for me. There so, you go. So I'm excited about that. I know someone who can edit it into your reel. Uh, uh, there's no fucking way I'm editing another project. No. God, I have too many no. things on my plate right now. But uh, but we're going to have a read through next weekend and then uh, probably start shooting in January nice. sometime. So this is like SAG deferred? Sure. Yeah. But gotcha. it's it's a part and I don't care and it's it'll be fun and I'm right for it and I'm I'm very stoked about that. Awesome, uh, on the flip side of the acting thing, I <laughs> this is weird to announce on a, a podcasty show, but um I 
uh, applied to go back to college. Really? really? So, yeah. So your wife's trip back to college worked out, and now you're going back well, to college because it was it's, so it's, it's It's city college, it's community college, it's whatever. But, to do what? Do the uh, bachelor's? Well, we're, we're still figuring that out, okay. you know. But yeah, I have a bachelor's. I graduated, <clears throat> I won't say when, but a while ago. UC Santa Cruz, right? No, Humboldt State. Humboldt State. I think I graduated, but I am not quite sure. Not entirely sure. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I graduated a while back, and uh, I just, I need more uh, reality and focus and stability and, and than what I've been doing for the last bunch of years. So, um, so this is a step into a larger world. Well, there you go. Interesting. So, well, good luck. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it was very difficult to do, but I'm, you know, nervous, excited. So, you know, because oh, yeah. cool. it's, it's change and Lord knows. Do I've just one been, thing a day that scares you. So are you, going for, are you going for a master's or you're doing a, a second bachelor's or are you just doing some remedial courses to bone up on something? Bone. Bone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, dude, we both get Richard Pryor. No, you do not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I've got the pen Dumb and the heart. Dumbass Dumb points for that. Sold. No, you guys can get Andrew Dice Clay Awards for that. You do not get Richard Pryor's. It's more. Uh, it's more about. Uh, I don't know. Uh, career choice. Like if I can find some certificates just to get some work stability. That's yeah. really, really, really what I need. So are you, are you finding at job interviews that they're saying, well, you know, what your degree isn't in the right thing. My my degree was in Spanish with a minor in computers, which in Hola. Uh, yeah, Computadores. Me gusta mucho la cerveza de Bud Light. How do you say? We can si bring him with us when we go on vacation. <laughs> si colon entre en español. Uh, right, it's perfecto. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we might actually need you to call our hotel tomorrow. Oh, por supuesto. Sí. Si. Su hotel es mi hotel, right? Eh? Sí. No. Montana. No. Oh, by the way, Expedia called us, and since they tried to call the hotel and change our reservation, um, but the hotel only, you were right, spoke Spanish, they're having a supervisor follow-up, and we'll get an email in two business days. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so anyhow, that's my fucking awesome. What's the next uh, step here? That's it, man. That's serious it. business, if we have something serious we want to talk about for a bit. Uh, uh, Ferguson? Um, okay. We well, I mean, that's fucking that. serious. Like, I mean, it's fucking serious. No, let's, let's talk about this for a minute. There is a huge problem in America with the way that we perceive uh, African-American Race. people, especially younger African-American people. Men. The, Trayvon. Yeah, well, the, there's this thing about the, quote, urban youth. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows if you say urban, you mean black. Yes. Right. Everyone fucking knows it. Yes. And we don't say it. And the, the assumption that anybody who is dressed in the style of, shall we say, the hip-hop culture. Or a hoodie. Who happens to be an urban youth is in a gang or going to murder you or whatever. Probably a threat. And Or someone who has committed a minor infraction yeah. is suddenly worthy of the death penalty. And, and whatever you might say about the individual circumstances that happened in Ferguson, the fact of the matter is that the culture of America has contributed to make those situations commonplace. Mm-hmm. Gawker Media up. published an article either today or yesterday. I read it today. That was a list of... African Americans killed by white police officers since 1999, so for the last 15 years, and it was staggering, horrifying. Did they, out of curiosity, did they publish a comparable list of non-African Americans killed by other police officers of any race? They did not. But I'm they curious did. how many people are murdered by police sure. officers. Sure, period. Just and period. and there right. are no statistics. Is is the upshot of, of which that is appalling on all sides? Yeah. Um, but the what they did include was 
the circumstances in which the shooting took place and then the current status of any legal outcome and whether the person would have been charged, whether there's a lawsuit to follow up, et cetera, et cetera. And it was heartbreakingly long, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. And in the comments, nothing but further examples offered up by the public yeah. that were not included. Well, we, we have a, a situation in America where you have an entire populace whose history was essentially stolen from them uh, when, when they were, or their ancestors were made to be slaves. Which is why it's it impossible is... to trace their history past mm -hmm. the 1600s at the earliest. Which is why it is completely disgusting yeah. to see the quote, the, there's an issue out there right now around the quote, whitewashing of the Exodus movie by Ridley Scott, and yeah. how all, all of the major characters who are Egyptian in this movie are white American or Western European actors, and all of the characters in this movie who are slaves or servants or underlings of some sort are black African actors. Mm. With and the exception of the Jews who slaves to the Egyptians who are played by white guys. But the, white or white guys. But this whole just idea that there is this continual selling to the world at large through American movies right. of taking black people out of their own history. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean Egypt's in fucking Africa. Like, and, and Ridley Scott is on record saying, I couldn't get funding for my movie if I cast Mohammed so-and-so mm -hmm. instead is, of Christian Bale. Yeah, crazy. As if Ridley Scott can't get funding for his movie these days based on the fact that he's Ridley fucking Scott. Yeah. Um, it's just horrifying. Yeah, and, and it's, it, to, to follow my point, the, having a populace whose history has been stolen from them by essentially an unknown entity, right? They can't, you can't go out and point a finger and say, you were the person who stole my history. America stole their history. Right. Yeah. So there's an inherent distrust of the facilities that found America. Yeah. And unless the police forces and the government take very dramatic steps to integrate themselves with the African-American population, this will continue because the African-American population has been trained by us to so not trust the government. Right. And if you don't go out and say, this government is really of you, by you, for you, and in fact, the police in your neighborhood are going to be people from your neighborhood, and we're hiring well, and that's the tragedy. 50 people from this neighborhood to police. Sure, is that the most recent election in Ferguson? Yeah. Almost no one turned out to vote. No, because they don't trust their government. You, yeah. The government needs to be proactive here, and this is, this is the thing that is probably not going to happen, because... Politicians in America right now are only looking Catch out for their own ass. Kind of thing, right? yeah, yeah, nobody wants to. No, nobody wants to do the right thing. Right. They only want to stay elected. Yes. Yeah. You know, nobody. I mean, Elizabeth Warren might be the only person in public office right now who is there for the betterment of the people, mm -hmm. rather than just to keep her fucking job. You yeah. Know? Yeah, um, it's it's amazing how how selfish our, our leaders are. You know, it's it seems. And, sorry. It, it, and then there's been the systematic policing system since the '60s, which yep. can't just be a coincidence. Of the civil rights. To right. not allow populations to police themselves, but to get police from out of that area who don't live there, who don't know the people there. That's the problem with LAPD. The, yeah, under, Most of them exactly, live in Castaic. Exactly. And they drive in. It's under the guise of being impartial. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is that you don't know these people. And, and they're not the, impartial. The yeah. They have and inherent bias. Impartial. They have an inherent bias of distrust. 
Whereas if you know them and they know you, then you have trust. And and all the conversations about hearts and minds in the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq is getting to know the population and making contacts and making friends and knowing who to talk to. We can't even fucking do it in Los Angeles. So it's very important. It's a thing I think about a lot. I'm a white Jewish kid who was raised in Oakland, which is uh, predominantly African-American. And I grew up with... Urban. Yeah, predominantly urban. Jesus Christ. My bad. But I grew up in situations where, like, my friend Albert used to say, uh, this is a kid in middle school who actually thought he was Malcolm X reincarnated. And I I can't say if he was or not, but he really thought he was. And he would get on a literal milk crate and preach in the halls of middle school. Wow. He'd memorize all of Malcolm X's speeches. Wow. And this this remarkable guy. That's all right. But But he would say things like, when the white man, not you, Judd, enslaved the black man. (laughs) Wow. So, like, he recognized that, that it wasn't everyone, but, it, you know, we're in middle the school. The concept you know? of. See, yeah, but this, this is an environment I grew up in. So I always thought about it. I was like, what made this man yeah. feel this way? Right, yeah. Well, see, you know? I am still stunned, and I feel like I have grown up a, a fairly insular, suburban, white upbringing. But once I became of college age, at least, I started traveling extensively and nonstop and was exposed to places where I was the minority mm-hmm. and just got different takes on other minorities in other places that, that I lived in. And, and, and yet our friend who until recently was regularly babysitting our, our baby was an African American girl who grew up in Memphis. And she was telling Judd and I about a certain part of African American history about like wealthy black millionaires back in the 1800s and like the, the legacy that they wrought and both of us were looking at her like we know nothing about this uh-huh. yeah you and never like, talk about how, it how is it that, that certain people's histories become disenfranchised we're perpetuating the narrative of the, the poor African American right yeah. and they're you know not educated possibly a criminal uh, definitely suspect definitely suspect and the, the problem is, is that if the, the it's two sided and it's their fault for being a suspect right that's the bullshit narrative. yeah well it's two-sided right that there's the side that is we don't trust them so let's perpetuate this narrative right. and then there's the side of like we want to be seen as a victim so let's perpetuate this na- narrative and the fact of the matter is it would help everyone on both sides to hear the stories about wealthy and successful african-americans because then you got something to look up to if you yeah. are african-american right and you have a different frame of reference that's not one of distrust and, and criminality if you're not african-american this is why i love the fact that our neighborhood we live in currently, which is largely Hispanic population, there's a brand new high school at the bottom of the hill where we live that is Sotomayor High School. Uh-huh. And it's the first Supreme Court justice who's a Hispanic American. Right. Who yep. is really, really vocal about the fact that she's born in Puerto Rico and, and, and her, her history. And the fact that these kids have someone who's one of their, quote, their own to look up to. I think it's fucking marvelous that they named this school after that. It's school. great. Well, that's, to me, what America should be about. Yes. Yeah, the- Real. Another problem Should with America be. right now is that a lot of the people that we did look up to have turned out to be assholes. And dick bags. Bill Cosby. And, oh my god. And so like you just can't trust the celebrities Anybody. anymore. And and you know, the the premium on being a good person. <laughs> like, we need to seek that out and reward it to no end, man. We need to race a good human. Yeah. Try Yep. There you go. That's that's the ultimate power. We're trying. Our parents both failed, but we'll, but yeah, we're well, doing well, you guys did all right. So I mean, you know, well, he's seventeen months like old and he hasn't killed anyone seven yet. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. High five. So. 
All right, much. We long. should wrap this up because right, this is we, far we gotta field. sing the jingle because it's the end. It's an hour and forty-five minutes. Wow! Enjoy. Well, it's been two months, so yeah. it's true for me. All right, ready? Boom! Boring dudes. Boring dudes. Placeholder music. You do jazz hands on the radio again. Peace out, bitches. I'm Judd. Oh, oh God, don't don't whisper on the radio. It's the worst. <laughs> Be well. Goodbye.